I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yo, Black, big, it's the dumb, it's popping. Ain't nothing. Alright, what's the dumb? We gotta get this paper, love. cat got to come through with something. I hope this paper is wrong. Alright, you know this, Black. I got this cat about to come up here, guys. I'm gonna tell you about it later. I'm out. Shit is rare. I'm in this tight situation, I'm at the chick's crib up town Niggas tried to come through and lock me down It seems like a setup, now niggas tried to wreck me from the door Half a second of gun blade, then I'm in my detour Shot through the glass, at the balcony, how can Set me up like that, I call my balance shot back I'm getting down the fire escape, outside it's raining I'm taking five steps at a time, and the niggas gaining On me, my niggas tried to warn me when I'm stepping That's good though, cause on the low, one nigga had his weapon I'm getting down the set and real, I hit the street, I got no jack on my back, but I got Timmy's on my feet, play my life with proportion, back against the wall, I'm looking for my enemies, I'm searching for them all, no bullets being fired, so now, a nigga sent into the corner, that's where I spoke, a different setting, I put away my burner, now I'm searching for the train, the only motherfucker with no code, I'm in the rain, the beat walking, walking, I gotta play it cool, even though the thermal that I walk, covered up my tool, I'm in the I told the niggas, please let us pass, friend. I said, please, because I don't like killing Africans. But he wouldn't stop, and I ain't Ice Cube, but I had to take the brother out for being rude. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house again, Thursday. That's how we do it. Um, no guest, okay? And the Panthers play uh, football in it, about three hours. Yep, that's why he was like, you won't start early? I said, hell yeah, because Panthers is my team. That's right. Panthers are Karen's team. And uh, they'll be going against the Giants tonight, so everybody knows who to root for. Woo-hoo! Panthers! Um, all my fantasy players. All my fantasy players. <laughs> um, Shit, you got fantasy players <laughs> on every damn team, sir. Just about. So you be, you be rooting for everybody. <laughs> just about. Um, well, of course, this is the Blackout Test Podcast, and it's a comedy podcast that we do three times a week. And by we, I mean me and my lovely wife. Yes, sir. When I'm not scolding her or, you know, <laughs> keeping her from being the greatest ever. Oh, yeah, and when I'm not repeating your jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you're not explaining my jokes and uh, being the worst ever. Um, and uh, apparently we get lots of feedback these days because um, it's not even fucking uh, Friday. It's not even time for the feedback show. We've only done, you know, a couple shows this week, and we already have 15 voicemails when I came and checked the voicemail today. Yeah, we, yeah I don't know <laughs> what we said, but we said something. 
Yeah, we said something that got people <laughs> calling in on the call in and respond. You know, I bet it's not even gonna be about like uh Adam Carolla or voting or anything. It's gonna be some shit just like, Hey man, uh remember when you was talking about um Tomb Raider three? It was actually Tomb Raider four. Oh, I just wanted to call in and let you know. All right, bye. Right. <laughs> but uh yeah, so we'll probably play some voicemails today just to so we don't have to be in here on Saturday for seventeen fucking hours. So. <laughs> I know it's so, sir. Uh, but in the, before you know, before we get to all that, we also have like different articles and stuff like yeah. that. You know, we got a lot of stuff to get to. Um, I guess the first thing we need to do is introduce the show, as far as um, tell people where to contact us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to go to the blackguywhotips dot com. Yes, sir. And you can do a bunch of shit while you're there. Uh, one way, one thing you can do is listen to the show live from there. Um, it's, there's a there's a button that says uh, at the top that says live shows on vocal. You just go to that tab and then you can watch us live right from there. Um, you can also do stuff like vote in the polls. We have a poll after every single episode. Um, you can do stuff like uh, leave comments on the episode. You can subscribe to the webpage so you get an email every time that we send out an update. Um, these are all easy things you can do. One click options like like our page on Facebook, which is almost at twenty three. Wait, almost at 3,000, right? Almost. Well, almost at 3,000 likes. Like us. If you haven't liked us and you're listening to this and you have a Facebook page, like us. No one's going to think something's wrong with you for liking the black guy that tip, who tips. Mm-mm. Everybody's going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I like black people that tip, too. Good. So, uh, oh, yeah. I'm should. <laughs> right. <laughs> so make sure you guys do that, man. We appreciate the people who do take the time out to like us and share us and all that stuff. Uh, of course, you can share us on Stitcher. Uh, you can even leave comments now on Stitcher. Um, just a bunch of stuff like that. Donating your account. Of course, speaking of donations, the number one way to support the show, donate to the show. Yes, uh, yes. There's a button in the top right-hand corner where you can donate to the show. You can do one-time donations or you can do recurring donations. Really up to you. But uh, we appreciate the people that take the time out we to do. donate. Um, mm-hmm. It's really a, a big deal. And, uh, you know, it, it supports the show in ways you can't even imagine. Um, also, uh, if you don't want to donate, you can buy stuff from the store so you get you something. We make a dollar off of every item. So there's no huge markup. If mm-hmm. shit is expensive, it's just expensive. But I know it's so. But uh, you know, there's people walking shirts and hats and hoodies. And we and, thank you guys. It is getting winter time or close to it. Yeah, stickers, bumper stickers, refrigerator magnets. Like you'd be surprised how much stuff is in there at the Blackout Tips uh, store. Just click on store uh, on the right in the right hand column. You can go right to it. Uh, we also have forums and all this other stuff too. Um, and uh contacting us speaking of which uh you can follow us on twitter i'm rodimus prime i am say that again that is in d-a-t the show twitter is at t-b-g-w-t and uh we also do another show called spoiled movie reviews where uh you know you, you should be checking that out too and that twitter is at spoiled movie pod mm-hmm. um you can uh call the show 704-557-0186 talk to us live saturday mornings or leave a voicemail throughout the week um and we will play those voicemails well we're gonna play some today because y'all niggas left so many um and then um they feedback and they yeah they, they're back they're backing us up with the feedback <laughs> um uh make sure that your voicemails are three minutes or less or else they will not get played on the show mm-hmm. you can also do stuff like leave us a uh itunes review mm-hmm. and we'll read it on the show under one condition karen what is that condition it's five stars only sir that's right Five-star reviews are the only ones that will be read. Mm -hmm. Leave us a five-star review, and we'll 
consider your criticisms or compliments <laughs> to the show but it's the yes. only guaranteed way it'll get read only guaranteed way um and then uh also uh you can email the show the blackout tips at gmail.com i think that's pretty much all the contact stuff so uh let's talk about some sponsors shall we let's do this sir today's podcast is sponsored Okay. Well, actually, no, no. I forgot one thing. Uh-oh. The official weapon of the show is... The taser. And the unofficial sport is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Yes, sir. All right. Today's podcast is sponsored by our Shadow Dog Productions. Mm-hmm. That's right. Dexter is back at it. Uh, sponsored by Shadow Dog Productions audio play adaptations of great science fiction writer Philip K. Dick. What a name. Uh, for nerds, you already know who I'm talking about. For non-nerds, he's the man behind such stories as Total Recall, Blade Runner, Minority Report, and many others. Cool. Uh, they have adapted his public domain short story, Upon This Dull Earth, which he wrote when he was in prime pipe-hitting form. So it's fucked up, we promise. <laughs> That's in the copy. That's in the copy. I love Dexter. Yeah. So uh, he was apparently on them drugs, so it's going to be real good. Uh, it's 50 minutes long for only $3. If you buy it before showtime Sunday night, they will throw in a seven-minute Philip K. Dick short as well as a comedy starring John and Emily Fouts. That's over an hour of audio entertainment for only $3. That's John and his wife? No, John, I think it's John and his daughter. Remember we met her? Oh, I thought said John and Emily Fouts. It's like, we never met his wife. No, nah, I think it's his daughter. Um, even if you don't want to buy it, please help spread the word by retweeting us when we talk about it because we're hoping to attract Philip K. Dick fans who wouldn't have found us any other way. Of course, their Twitter is at ShadowDogProd, P-R-O-D. Get on it, y'all. For more information, check us out at ShadowDogProductions.com slash PKD.HTML. The link will be in the show notes, uh, on the website, on the Blackout Tips. Uh, but yeah, make sure you guys help them out. Um, it's only $3 for an hour of audio entertainment. Uh, and these people give us money to keep doing what we do. So I hope you guys are going to ShadowDollarProductions.com and looking for stuff um, and helping us out. Uh, it's a really easy way to help out the show, and it doesn't cost that much money, um, honestly. Um, and then, of course, we have our old familiar sponsor but we got to get sexy first so let me get to this let's do this stop re-explaining my jokes karen <laughs> fellas <laughs> ladies are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom how am i taking your jokes i'm just you know, singing to my next dildo. I want to know your name, Mr. Rabbit. What do they call you? Version 5? Version 18? Then fantasizing. <laughs> they go up like uh, like software uh, upgrades. Yes. Like, like the iOS 8? Oh, yeah. you iOS 9. I know you better. The you rabbit, can twerk this time. <laughs> version 6.9. Yes. Um, been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new tour or adult movie? Of course you have. You're no lame, okay? Mm-hmm. You've been around the block a few times, mm-hmm. and you know you got to change it up to spice it. Spice it up. You know? <laughs> Vagina is like a Rubik's Cube or something. You got to figure it out. Ah! And no two ways to solve it are the same. No. 
Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you get 50% off of just about any item. Yes. Yes, ma'am, and yes, sir. And that's it. So I can just throw this away? Uh-uh. It's more what? to that. You better there tell is them, more. You better tell them the rest of what they save. Well, you can also get, after 50% off one item, three. Count them. Three. Uno, tres, dos, tres. Three, three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Mm-hmm. Get that party started right. And that's it. So make no, sure you got, what? No, no. no. There's more? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I was going to keep this for myself. But uh, mm-hmm. if, you, if you order, you get a free gift that's so central that I can't even tell you what it is on the radio. Yeah, and, 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 and before you, you know, you, you, you rev up your toy, be sure you know the person's name that you, you know, get down with. Um and uh or don't I don't don't no judgment coming from me that's caring y'all <laughs> and but like this you ain't got to know them know their name mm-hmm no a name yeah, a, a, shit a nickname something call a sapphire it doesn't matter <laughs> call a Rubik's cube it don't matter and to top it all off they are th- show they are throwing in what else seventeen dollars shipping seventeen dollars no. shipping can you believe no. that what that's no not, that's not correct oh I'm sorry it says free free that's right sir how do they plan on ever making money off of all this sex i have no idea 50 percent off one item not true 50 percent off <laughs> one item when you put in the code tbgwt on their website adamandeve.com that's yep. tbgwt and uh you get 50 percent off of the one item you get three free dvds free extra gift and free shipping just put in TBGWT on AdamandEve.com. Yeah, you, you don't even have to be fucking. Just just buy a, you know, a basket full of condoms and hand them out to your friends. Yeah. It's, uh, Halloween's coming. Okay. They have flavored condoms. Yes. Let's uh, help these kids have some safe sex. All right. That's all <laughs> Go ahead and Show put them it on. Rub, rub it in there with the M&M's. Yeah. Show them how to put it on by putting it on a Milky Way bar. Yep. And they, then give them another one for free. Here, here, here you go, baby. That melt your mouth and this does too. There you go. Yeah, put have, it on. Happy Halloween, kids. Yeah. That's right, chill. Talking about these kids again. Um, all right, man. Um, so first things first. Uh, last night, mm-hmm. I don't know if you, you were you were asleep, so you probably didn't see it. Okay. But um, apparently, and I stayed up late. I'm surprised. Yeah, I I, I don't know what made me see it. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what made me see it. I don't know if someone hit me up and I saw it that way, or if I, I just was randomly on there because. I don't follow either of these niggas on Twitter, but um, I guess Roland Martin and uh, and uh, Lupe Fiasco that, got into it. That nigga still working? Um, what do you mean, Lo, Roland Martin? Yes. Yeah, he got his job back. Okay. Because um, he was basically able to. Uh, I'm, this is gonna sound bad, but I don't mean it bad, guys. He was able to kind of pimp the Trayvon Martin thing back into getting, like, getting okay. back into work. Oh, I understand. And I don't mean it in a, like, oh, he's a terrible person. No, 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 no. But uh, he was they just was like, Johnny hey, on the spot. He knew right. his shit. That's right. He did all the research. That's he right. worked harder than everybody and else. He had scoops before everybody else. Mm-hmm, he was so, on you know, regardless of what you think about, you know, his track record with the jokes and whatnot that some people consider homophobic, um it's not debatable that he wasn't on the forefront of the trayvon martin uh you know uh scandal slang murder however you want to put it um so he kind of basically ended up you know being the guy uh to the go-to guy and that that's kind of what 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 saved him or whatever 
as far as his job well i guess lupe fiasco um not a fan of roland martin for some reason who knows what shows they've been on together whatever um but uh he basically started some shit with him last night about lupe of course his outstanding track record of not voting oh i wish people would leave people alone with that either you're gonna vote or you're not yeah so um and i and here's the thing with lupe that i'm or or loopy as i like to call him loopy fiasco um the thing with loopy is that like he has found a niche like a way to get attention for a type of rap that really isn't attention getting true you know because um, i'm i'm a fan of his music i Me think too. i think the dude can rap yeah. i think he's skilled I'm, talented i love i love uh his music and yeah. the way he flows things like that but i kind of separate that part of the artist from the public part of the artist and like this part i don't care too much for yeah i think his music is thoughtful yes uh thought provoking even and uh deep uh at, at its best you yes, know it is so um all right so someone I, I just saw people either tweeting about it or talking about it or something i was like okay i don't know what's going on but uh let me see what this dude is talking about and his, the first tweet i see from him is just letting you <clears throat> lupe dumb because he don't vote in quotes like just letting you lupe dumb because he don't vote crowd know that if y'all don't leave me alone my niggas y'all gonna get this work food and liquor to september 25th who wrote that lupe fiasco okay so basically he's saying the people that look down on me for not voting just letting y'all know leave me alone or else i'm gonna talk shit to which you know and then he puts food and liquor to september 25th as his hashtag so obviously this is like a promotion right he found his way he i think he stumbled onto something with the obama line Mm. in uh the words i never said on his last album razor and that album i think is his highest selling album um so and it's not his best music no it's not uh by far no i I like his older stuff better yes but it is the album that got him more recognition true really fell in with that occupy crowd uh which is you know highly ironic to me that occupy motherfuckers would go out their way to buy a album from the man to right (laughs) come on now anyway so um you know and i think he really wrote that like he was doing all kinds of um you know appearances he's mm-hmm. going on you know he's on the, like the daily show he's you know he's on uh fox news now just talking bad about you know the america and whatnot and i'm and I, unlike a lot of people i'm not surprised mm-hmm. you know i think a lot of people wanted to be like oh i'm so shocked i can't i'm not surprised this is what lupe does oh, he's right. never from day one fucked with uh the idea of war in america oh, as, no. as a superpower and all Mm-mm. that shit and so i'm not surprised me either sir yeah he's like a he's like a hip-hop hippie he's a, a hippie hop some hippie hop something like that um so you know for me it's never been a thing of like oh yeah uh lupe is uh he needs to be you know reined in i can't believe it it's just like people started paying attention and i don't know that they uh were necessarily paying attention before then you know but clearly uh he's been on this shit you know um so and the thing is you know i like his uh i like his um uh, rapping ability and stuff and me I, too and i actually don't always disagree with his point of view i understand and relate to his point of view which i think yes, is I can too. a good trait as a rapper the ability to explain yourself and he does have that on the mic 
Not as good off the mic. But no, definitely not as good off the mic. <laughs> right. Off the mic, he'd be like, this is the same damn person. And a couple of weeks ago, we even were talking about how he got into it with Chief Keith, and we were saying how oh, that's a shame, and like, mm-hmm. you know, Lupe is not a dude that, you know, you you need somebody to step to to fight or something nope. like that. Like, you know, I, I don't think he's that kind of guy, you know. He's not. And he's kind of a sensitive dude. He's talking about yes. retiring and shit because of that and going back to writing books. Like, you know, he's a little bit sensitive, man. But, you know, he's like I said, he's kind of a hippie, you know. Um, but I had no issue with him Mm-mm. on that. Um, the only thing that I really have an issue with is, like, he advocates that people don't vote and looks down on people that vote. Which is kind of weird to me, you know, Um, and I always thought that was a little bit foul, but okay, whatever, right? So, he tweets this thing out, and of course, Roland Martin takes the bait. Oh. You know, and I'm sure, and and I'm I'm not saying that that's something that only Roland Martin did. Mm -hmm. I'm saying that Mm -hmm. he was the one that Lupe really responded to and shit, but... Yeah, um, Roland Martin takes the bait. I'm sure many, many people hit him up. But of Roland course. Martin has the biggest following, blah, blah, blah. Yes. So Lupe's like, I'm going to respond to this dude, right? Because mm-hmm. to me, I still think he's just promoting his album. Of course. Yeah, so. Um, so Roland Martin says, you, Lupe Fiasco, need to understand that the down ballot races are just as vital as the one at the top of the ticket. Yeah, which is an issue I've always had with Lupe Fiasco. Um this dude lives in a city where every weekend there are double digit murders mm-hmm. and he is so obsessed with the idea of voting for president that he completely fucking just fuck Glosses. the local yeah fuck local elections fuck it's like well the people with the actual power to change shit in your in your hometown your surroundings your city are all motherfuckers that are in local elections Mm-hmm. and it does matter yes it because does. these are the people who decide like you know what let's strip the fucking let's not pay the teachers yeah yeah or uh, you know what we, we, we're we're going to decide to do ultra ultrasounds you know before an abortion or you know what yeah. these are people that make these type of decisions well i'm saying i know what lupe does care about but you're right you're absolutely right i don't know what his stance is about women in their vaginas no, i know he's a little bit chauvinistic with the whole bit bad bitch stuff right mm-hmm but I do but, know. But, but if oh, this is something that he cares about, right, e- right. on either way, these these are the people that make the difference. That's yeah, absolutely. That's my point. I'm absolutely. Sorry. And and in this case, I'm talking about murder, which I know he does care about. Okay. He was crying on TV about how he, the people that were with him on Food and Liquor One, in all these videos and pictures and stuff, are dead. Wow. So you care about your your people. You care mm-hmm. about your local people and the murder rate and all this violence but at the same time it's like fuck the system that's just i'm not even gonna vote i'm gonna stay out of this it's like yeah we're not saying you gotta vote for the president Mm -mm. because you actually don't have to vote for president i hope people know you can go fill out a ballot and vote and not vote for any position on the ballot you don't have to nope put in a vote like people go well what if i don't know anything vote for what you do know yep and you don't you leave this shit blank right it'll let you register you can learn something like you can like you can know enough and uh you know it's you know it's like well i don't know anything well it's september 20th you know you got plenty of time you have a month and some change you go google folks yeah you can you can if you want if you care you can find out um and lupe does proclaim to care right Mm -hmm. so i'm like so uh, you're so obsessed with the president and the highest uh, highest offices 
that you would actually be okay with not making a having a voice in the people that are dying yeah you know what i mean yeah, it's, 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 it's like in your in his position he could be an advocate for this if he chooses to like he's proclaiming to but in the reality he's not really caring about his actions yeah and at least that's my understanding of it. it's like you say i care i care i care but do you really care because a lot of times I think a lot of times people try to go for the for the home run mm-hmm. versus trying to get to second base or first base. Right. Well, he's so obsessed with, you know, and that's just it's really, I think, kind of childish idea of whatever you vote for, you are responsible for everything they believe in, do all that shit. So it's like you're not picking between, you know, the choices that are closest to yours. You have to pick the absolute thing. So it's like nothing that is out there is something I agree with every single stance they have. So I'm mm-hmm. going to, so I'm not going to vote. And it's like, well, that, that's childish because they, they, they have to rule by, 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 uh, you know, majority. They have to rule by, you know, more morals and principles. And, and there are some distinct choices and differences between the parties that are running. So to pretend that there's not, it's just, it's kind of ridiculous to me, but whatever. Um, so, all right. So Roland Martin said, he brings up this issue. Do you, Lupe, live in the district of Representative Joe Walsh? Do you think he would be better than his opponent, uh, veteran Tammy Duckworth? See, Lupe, it's wrong to reduce an entire election to one man. Let me ask you this. What congressional district do you live in? I never said Obama's fate as president is predicated on the vote of you, Lupe Fiasco, but you do know that others are on the ballot too, right? So I guess, um, you know, this is enough for Lupe to respond. And he said, yo, Roland Martin, Obama ain't going to lose because of me and my raps, dog. Now, I'm begging you, bruh, leave me alone or you going to get this work. Now, the you going to get this work thing is this, like, new phrase that everybody said because there was a rap battle Uh-oh. between... um and it was like 45 minutes long. I'm not watching that shit. No, no, no. Mm-mm. Yeah, but it was no. like a rap battle and it got some TV. It got like a lot of uh, uh, viral video like buzz uh, between like this dude like Calico and some some other. I forget the other dude's name. I don't know either one. Uh, yeah, good. yeah, yeah. You'll never hear these dudes again. Uh, but they did like a battle rap thing and there's like a lot of like one of the phrases that the winner said uh something lux uh but he was like um yeah you gonna get this work oh like to the dude over and over and so i guess that's the new shit to say right Mm -hmm. so then lupe says i'm sick of uppity black niggas hiding behind your political correctness mlk jr would be ashamed of y'all we still dying in these streets oh wow i do oh here's one of them things where it goes you almost will go, Lupe, you'd be better not saying anything at all. It's like, because when you fucking talk, you contradict yourself. You make no sense. You say you care. Then you don't care. Then you say you care again. Then you say you don't care. Then when people tell you you should care, you get mad at them for them caring. I don't understand this. Wasting away in these prisons and trapped in mental slavery and all you niggas can come up with is vote your way out. Now, this is my favorite thing is when people because because and I'm going to get into my stuff later, but people try to present these false ultimatums with Lupe Fiasco like, 
oh he has a charity so don't worry you know so he has a point and it's like nah man mm-hmm. i need you to understand something um lupe fiasco you can have a charity and vote too yes you can you know you can you can vote and also uplift your people in other ways you don't have to just vote and that's it and that and all these people you're accusing of only voting you 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 don't accuse, accuse roland martin of just just voting and that's the only thing you that's, can come up with like that's it that's that's it you know what i mean were you saying this shit when he was covering the trayvon martin stuff were you sitting around going there this nigga only thing he can do about this is vote it's like come on man and 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 the thing is that i know people a lot of people feel different ways about voting and i'm not saying you should or shouldn't vote but just from my experience uh voting does matter right um because a lot of people wouldn't even have the freedoms that they have if motherfuckers hadn't voted <laughs> to to pass laws to make certain things go certain ways yeah i think ultimately people are lazy and they just looking for excuses not to get their ass up and spend an hour voting that's what i think is at the bottom line of it you know uh, beyond feeling like disenfranchised beyond feeling like your shit doesn't matter the real truth of the matter is you can't be bothered your life is your life and you don't really give a fuck about anybody else that's the truth. Yeah, you, 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 know? you have the right to be that. And you can, yeah, I'm not even trying to, like, mm-hmm. it sounds ugly, but. But that's the truth. This that, is my yeah, life. All this everything other, else going on. Right. What happens, happens. That's fine. All this other shit is histrionics. And I think, you know, it's kind of like how vegetarians sometimes laud the fact that I don't eat meat. It makes you feel better. It makes you feel superior. It, I don't, make, it makes you feel elitist. Yeah, I, I don't vote because I'm better than y'all. No. Y'all, y'all suckers trapped in the thing. It's like. Well, thank God that everybody wasn't like you when it came to things like civil rights, uh, women's suffrage. That was suffrage, my whole point, uh, yes. People, <laughs> people, people had to say enough is enough. They had to go down to City Hall. They had to protest. They yeah. had to vote. Shit had to go on the ballot. If that's the case, we'd be still back in 1926. Yeah, like I was talking to someone today about, you know, why they don't vote and all that stuff like that or why they, you know, um, and they were, and, you know, they were giving their reason, and it really doesn't matter. Like I didn't ask them this, cause, like I never ask people why they don't vote. It doesn't matter why, honestly. You, you know, I, I'm a pragmatist. It's you either vote or you don't, and then that's it. You know, and uh, I'm not one of the people that thinks everybody should vote either. Um, personally, um, I want the Democrats to win. So if you don't fuck with them, don't vote. That's how I feel. I'm not one of these people that like everyone should exercise their right. No, there's a lot of people that I just be like, no, please don't, don't, don't even worry about it you just stay home okay mm-hmm. just stay home um but yeah so you know i'm not one of these people you need to go vote and all this shit but mm-hmm. i will tell you this i don't dig when people advocate not voting it just True. seems too much yeah, man. I, I think voting or not voting it's just me as a personal decision if, right if, if you choose not to vote that's fine uh you could even voice your opinion that's fine but you can't get mad and angry at the people that do vote that turned around and tell you your motherfucking voice don't matter because you didn't vote. And then once you do that, once you do put yourself in that public arena of don't vote, y'all niggas that, done for voting, that's just, don't be mad when people you, come back at that, you. That's the whole point. That's why I said Luke would be better if he just sat down and shut up, but he constantly want to voice himself, which he has the right to. Don't get mad at people when they come back at you and say you sound dumb and you sound stupid and you sound ignorant. A lot of times uh, it's best if you don't vote to say I don't vote and keep it going. Now, I will say this, though. If you don't vote, you cannot expect the system to work for you at all. I know. So like that's one of the problems. Like these niggas that are dying in the streets of Chicago, 
how many of them are registered to vote because when you die up to a politician honestly it's it's as cold blood as it sounds you either vote or or not ain't that the truth that's honestly what they're about dog that's isn't you know that that system is about do you matter or do you not right mm-hmm. so when a bunch of niggas are dying that weren't gonna vote for anybody anyway it's like nobody's dying to them yep they don't give a fuck is you're not in that constituency Mm-mm. you're not in their bracket you're nope. not in their interest groups you're not in their lobby nope and as foul as that system is and you can't help them at all right as fucked up as that system is as foul as that shit is if if you were voting they would care Yes, they would. That's, just, that, that's how fucked up it is. It's that simple of a thing. But if they saw, like, yo, we're losing dozens of voters every weekend, all that, of a sudden they would snap to it. It's fucked up. Yes. But, but but you know, they go by numbers and statistics, how many people in their district, how many people, you know, how the line's drawn. Like, yeah. those, are the, those are the things that they, that they look at if they... But well, on the average, we have you know thirty thousand people in this district, and all of a sudden, over the over a few years, that thirty thousand going to twenty thousand. Hey, hey, hey! We lost ten thousand voters. Can somebody tell me why? Right. So, um, yeah. So, um, he also says, <clears throat> "Nigga, what about the four years in between?" D.L. Hewley, righteous ass, still ain't hollered about dropping that bread. You niggas is the worst. Work. So I guess that's him giving D.L. Hewley some work. Um, I got slave blood in these veins, nigga. This system you want us to participate in at one point until very recently didn't recognize my humanity. Uh, well, how did that happen? How did they come to recognize your humanity, Lupe? Some Somebody had to get angry. Somebody had to do something about somebody it. Somebody had to organize, somebody possibly. Somebody had to make a ballot. Right. Somebody, <laughs> right. somebody had to get a group of people together. Somebody was like, hey, I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of getting beat. Y'all are too. Okay, let's go do something. I want to eat at the front of Kentucky Fried Chicken. I'm tired of going in the back door. And they got together and pushed it to where people had to recognize them and their voices. And they voted. And they voted people in that could make things change. And sit back and do nothing. I know a lot of times that's easier because a lot of times this is work that a lot of people don't have the time or won't take the time to do and right but they take the time out to be on twitter bitching and telling everybody that they got slave blood in their veins nigga yeah because yeah. that's easier that's yeah. easier yeah. And you know it's it's easy to say i got slave blood in my veins but i ain't no slave fuck whoever did whatever they need to do to make me free i ain't concerned about that i'm free now yeah i, um, I, I got hit by osmosis how you get here all right so it says um let me heal the wounds of 400 years of institutionalized agony and destruction first then maybe i'll think about voting that's dumb uh, right yeah lo- loopy fiasco okay i'm gonna say that whole statement make no sense i mean like because here's the thing one um how you gonna heal that two you can't do both nigga yeah like like he acts like he's sitting around 24 7 trying to heal the wounds of 400 years of institutionalized agony and that's it it's like hey lupe man we about to go um holler at these chicks nah man i'm gonna sit in the crib and just chill again what's wrong lupe you don't want to come out you never come out i told you i'm working on healing 400 years of institutionalized agony and destruction then i can do work on my album 
Like, no, man, you can take the hour out of your day to vote. You can do that. You'll be fine. If you wanted to. And then go right back to brooding about slavery and destruction and agony. All the other black people do it that vote. So what's the difference? Yep. For a system and a government. That's, that, that requires too much, though, baby. Shh. Don't, don't tell me that. For a system and a government that kills and steals all over the fucking world with impunity and heartlessness for the sake of what? Not even in the name of God, in the name of corporate profit. I ain't voting for that shit. You can unfollow if you want, but y'all going to get this work. You know what? And the, the sad part about it is that, nigga, you wouldn't be Lupe Piasco where you are and able to tweet on Twitter and sell them albums and shit unless somebody voted. It's, it's, like, it's, like, it's almost like you don't vote and you have that right. Don't get me wrong. But when you make statements like this, people are like scratching their heads at you going, nigga, you're stupid. Yeah. I mean, he just, he's, it's just funny because it's like, you know, taking American dollars to, you know, for your album, that's cool. Hello, work, work with corporate America, that's cool. Yeah, all you that know, shit is cool. Yeah. Corporate sponsors, that's cool. You don't have no problem with that. I take your money. Yeah, being yeah, on, making going videos, on Fox News, helping that, their ratings, that's, that's cool. cool. Yeah, no, no promote problem with your that. Album. Yeah, that's, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. You know, no, no problem with all that. But voting? Nah, I ain't got time for that bullshit. Yeah, um... And, the, you know, truth of the matter is, because he doesn't see a way that voting puts any money in his pocket. You know, this rant on Twitter, hey, it'll get people talking about his album, talking about him. Mm-hmm. But him going to that voting booth, what 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 makes Lupe's money off of that shit? Um, he says, what has these people so frightened and afraid of one man with a comparatively very small circle of influence is what has me intrigued. I, and I don't know if anybody's necessarily frightened of Lupe, but... I guarantee you the thing that they're really, um, that they're trying to get at him about is when he, uh, he, he does have a, a fan base and people are going to consider them impressionable or whatever. And it's like, so if, you know, because the kind of people that advocate voting believe that people are impressionable, are, are impressionable and that they will listen to you and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So since they have that core belief, they believe that someone like Lupe is hurting the world because he's saying don't vote you know he's advocating telling people not to vote you know so i I think that's it you know um all right so uh it looks like uh it says um around uh, these people were so oh yeah so then he, he hypes up his album around my way bitch bad lamborghini angels battle scars food and liquor 2 september 25th so he had to make sure yeah, that everybody that's, got that's that That's all he cared about. You know what? You'd have been better, which probably wouldn't wouldn't have got as much um, entertainment on Twitter. You could have just said, y'all come watch my album. My album's coming out, but yet you don't want to do that. You'd rather go attack Roden Martin and go through this pointless debate with him. And then at the end of the day, it's not going to change his mind. and not going to change your mind, nigga. Yeah. Um, all right, hold on. We might have to pause the show for a second. Uh, okay. Because it looks like people are having issues getting in the vocal. A and lot we have to of, create a new show. Yeah, a lot of people are. To do it. So I'm going to pause the show yeah. right here. We'll be right so back, y'all. People on the podcast, nothing will change for you. All right, man. So we had a brief interruption. Uh, where vocal went down. We couldn't have, uh, we couldn't get people going to chat and stuff. But we're on Ustream now. Um, for those that, you know, are watching this live. Yeah, it um, might just be me and you, baby. Yeah. On Ustream and recording. Anyone in the chat. So, mm-hmm. uh, quite possible nobody's watching this anymore. That's fine. 
Um, but uh, we're not narcissistic. It'll be all about us. Yeah, it'll be all about us. Um, but yeah, so we were talking about Lupe. Um, mm-hmm. so so the, the, he, he you know he goes on and you know woke. I guess he woke up this morning and started tweeting again. And you know he starts just randomly going off on stuff. You know, talking about you know healthcare. Like people worry about healthcare, but they won't eat right. And it, you know, it's that thing that a lot of people do when they're wrong about some shit. Mm-hmm. So they bring up something that kind of does have a point, but it's like, nigga, that's not what the fuck you were talking about. Nope. You you trying to change the argument because you don't really want to get called out on the dumb shit that you said. Yeah. Now you want to bring up a bunch of other shit. It you know into the into the mix that really had nothing to do with what you originally what you stated. Said. Which is that, you know, voting is, uh, you know, the, you know, which is anti-voting, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so, so I thought it was funny, you know, cause I, and I didn't read any more of this shit. I didn't need to, honestly. I was like, okay, cool. You know, that's Lupe. That's what he's on, right? Mm-hmm. And I tweeted some stuff and, um, apparently, uh, you know, I'm followed by, uh, Barry Tunde Thurston, mm-hmm. um, right uh the author of um how to be black yes sir um you know one of the people at jack and jill politics all this stuff uh the onion so um i was just randomly tweeting because somebody brought it up you know and um i was like you know what let me um say what i have to say about the shit because uh fuck it um and uh you know somebody because somebody was like lupe needs oh it's not a describe lupe needs to just tweet about rhyming anything else he seems to be utterly clueless about it. i was like uh-oh what are you doing and so i checked his timeline out and i was like wait lupe advocates not voting cool i advocate downloading his shit and listening for free apathy is a bitch ain't it now say that again you know because i find it ironic that you know you vote on tuesdays and you know what else happens on Tuesdays? Albums come out. Yes, they do. And you know what happens when your album come out and nobody feels moved to go to get out there and, 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 and vote with their own dollars about what kind of music they would like to hear in the future. Download it from iTunes. They just steal it. They yes. Just it. They just stay at home. They don't leave their house. They download your shit. Uh, they don't pay for it on purpose. And then you don't make money. And, you know, for a dude that has had serious issues with the fact that so many people will not buy his shit. Um, he's had a lot of issues with the fact that people, you know, he, this is a dude that got angry at the world because he was like, y'all want me to keep making mixtapes for free? I'm not going to do a mixtape because I don't make any money off a mixtape. All this shit, right? Okay. Same guy. Wow. So, so... It's not about the people, then it's about his pocket. And that's kind of That's right. That's the way it's always kind of And even this is about his pocket. Either way it goes, it's about your pocket. Yeah, so I, you know, I said, um, you know, and and that thing just got like a lot of retweets, by the way. A lot, like into the morning. So um, I said, um, but anyways, I'm not shocked at this coming from Lupe. He's been consistently on this shit from day one. Can't even pretend to be mad. Nope. I honestly understand someone personally not voting and i just don't get the part where you add ad, where you advocated to others I, and i'm i'm consistent on that like i don't personally i get why people don't vote it, you know i, I get the too. apathy you don't have to do anything you don't want to, to do, do. No, if you, you don't, don't. want to be educated no one can make you you know nope. but but when you start advocating against it it does kind of cross a line where it's like so you you advocate against people doing something that honestly 
can help them. Yes. You know what I mean? There's people that need help that don't matter to anybody, but they would matter if they were voting. Yes, they would. You know, um, shit, half of this fucking Republican strategy to be Obama is about disenfranchising voters and suppressing the vote. Yeah. Why? Because those people matter now, and it's like, how do we take them off of this table? And yes. those people's votes are being protected, and, 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 and different benefits are being uh, protected, and different, uh, you know, uh, policies are being enacted to make sure that those people do get the vote and to make sure that they want to vote for the Democrats in this case. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and, and you're making me think, when you're talking about the voter suppression, they said, was, I think they said down in Texas, Texas said that they was going to uh, do this massive sweep where they had like thousands of people that were dead, mm-hmm. that they were going to purge off of their uh, voter registration yeah and the state told the them hey y'all can't you know you can't just purge people off it was like fuck you we gonna purge people off and they were purging people off they, uh, and a lot of the people were elderly and the people were not dead mm-hmm. so now they got sued by like people that are actually living they got letters that say that they were officially dead and they had 30 days to notify the state of texas to let them know that they were not dead and i was like wow like y'all are you know what fuck you fuck you know even fuck the people that might even vote for you yeah um so yeah but but you know my main point being i find that there is a similar i'm not saying it's a one-to-one equation but it is very similar how people will just take music because they don't care about the people that make it and they don't care you know and like i was saying like you know i would buy lupe's music but i bought lasers Yes, you did. I spent my money on lasers, and it didn't change the way that the hypocritical musical industry was run. And I don't agree with all the musical content that comes out of the music industry. So I feel like, just like Lupe, it is my right to opt out and just steal the shit, take all the benefits from it, and not put anything in. Because, hey, why not? You know? Yeah, if if it don't matter, no way. Because his whole thing is like, I have a charity, so, I mean, shit, I'm immune to this shit. It's like, oh, yeah, well, I have a podcast, and, you know, I help out artists from time to time, and I bought some albums before this. So, uh, fuck you. I I don't got to help out. But the the thing is that some of the people that support and gave money to your charity, they're going to vote. Yeah, I mean, forget uh, I mean, forget that part. Honestly, I don't even think that matters to him. Okay. I don't think okay. he cares valid, about that valid, shit. Valid. Like, my bad. I understand. My I bad. honestly think it's just the just money. Let me take my rational brain and kick it out the door. My right. bad. My bad. I'm I honestly trying, think it's just, think over here. it's just the attention and it's just the money. And, you know, and I, and like I said, I find it very, very, um, ironic that someone would have a stance of apathy when your job is at the will of the public basically yes it is you know and if it's an apathetic mass uh they might as well you you don't want them to feel that way when you try to sell tickets to your concert you don't want them to feel that Mm -hmm. way when it's time to buy your album Mm -hmm. you know and this buy your paraphernalia that you know if they if they had the same attitude you have nigga you'd be broke and in true lupe fiasco form uh and this is funny i didn't know this was gonna happen i just i just remembered him having this um you know this stance you know and so uh apparently people were um he was retweeting people and this dude says uh real talk lupe fiasco rich enough i working i'm working a nine to five i don't see any problem downloading instead of buying and uh 
yeah and then something then he retweeted somebody else that said well how come you don't steal your cars gas your furniture these people have like those people have lots of money um so like and that that's the shit that uh, it's funny that he's bringing this up and then later on he responded um lupe fiasco is a millionaire many times over you can stop with the don't steal from the poor lupe shit uh robin hood so um here's the thing though with with this lupe yeah niggas don't give a fuck nope you know what i mean september 25th gonna come and if everybody just decided to have the same attitude apathy and not support you as an artist support the kind of music they want to hear even those that don't agree with all your views Mm -hmm. you know i don't buy a rap album and go this nigga better agree i better agree with every word this nigga says oh i wouldn't buy shit then no right so you know like if they had the same standards as you do for your music career like nobody would fuck with you so it's just weird to me that he can't see any relation to that and like how people feel like voting the same way they feel like you know supporting their favorite artists except for you know unlike their favorite artists it might actually do something for them mm-hmm. you know what i mean so it, i just i just thought i just thought that was weird man so <clears throat> anyway lupe lupe fiasco um so i his his stands came all up in my mentions apparently because you know baritone retweeted me uh, and baritone has got 90 billion followers yeah so you know they're gonna be all up in your mix yeah i mean my my follower count went up a lot and all this shit but oh they'll be gone by the by the weekend yeah that's gonna go down i'm not worried about it. i can't i'm not retaining what nigga you tweet move the pics i'm out yeah i'm not retaining any of these people but um yeah they came all up in my mention i was like y'all in my mention's working harder to make sense than he does like he like he he can't defend his own stance and y'all coming up with all these reasons that he didn't say nope make it up shit yeah it's like well what a you know what about this he has a charity well he you know what about it you know i you can have a charity and vote yes you can um and so i i started fucking with them because you know me I that's what you do <laughs> i can't take it but so long i said this new lupe goes hard i'm too apathetic to pay for it though i feel like that would support the corrupt musical system <laughs> i noticed how i noticed no matter how much money i put into the musical capitalist system nothing really changes don't buy lupe's music people if you pay for lupe's music because you want the music industry to change you're a fool and an uppity negro wasting your money ah until i agree with every single message of every album i'm going to complain about music and not support buying any well then damn son yeah that's right kids die hard so so i was like um and if an artist asks you why you don't support them by buying music bring up some other shit like that they can't control you know like little wayne's drug habit ah. you know well why is little wayne on drugs huh why okay. little b can't speak huh I'm, yeah i'm supposed to buy your album and little b can't speak huh like i'm supposed to buy your album and i can't understand your english huh like because that's his logic his logic is like well, why am I supposed to do such and such? It's like, well, that that shit will help everybody out. You know what I mean? Well, well, Obama's still sending drones over there. It's like, okay, one thing at a time. Let's get the niggas to stop dying in Chicago for a weekend. Yes. Sir. We'll work our way up to the drones. <laughs> we'll work our way to it. Yeah. Apparently, he wasn't feeling that shit. Um, this also happened. Um, we, uh, you know, we did the last show, and somebody 
was on twitter and they said that i was scolding karen mm-hmm. during our discussion about adam carolla and white people that can opt in and out of black issues and because that's the kind of black man you is that's right i was scolding you karen um i had to put you in your place like all women mm-hmm. yeah so i just I had to put my apron on and go in the kitchen where a black woman should be frying that chicken frying that fish making them hog mogs and them pinto beans and i'm sure that uh <laughs> i'm sure that everybody you know um i'm sure you know that she's a fan and all that stuff but it's really like i can't stress this enough people just hear what the fuck they want to hear and they do they do like i wasn't cursing at karen i was oh, no. calling out your name i you know i was trying to i actually set up this thing i want y'all to know this is not on the itinerary for like, karen didn't want to talk about this it wasn't like something i was like you know what this is something karen's passionate about we didn't talk about it the other day like actually when we got out the car and we were listening to adam carolla and we didn't agree i was like oh cool in my mind i could save this for the show karen can you know this is something she's passionate about yes something she would like to talk about you know this wasn't karen's idea or whatever like mm-hmm. that um and so you know i set it up we had guests even and all this stuff but you know karen goes off she goes on a rant and all this stuff and the only thing i'm trying to do is make sure that she's understood that's my job yeah okay as a host i i can't have it vague i can't have it not making sense not to mention she's also my wife so you know <laughs> i would like for her points to always make sense and to, to wrap up logically i don't want to just have a podcast no, roger, um, roger fuck our marriage as far as they're concerned it don't matter right yeah it's not good for the show Mm-mm. but um you know i don't want to have uh you on the show if it's like you're just angry true because to me uh it that the angry black woman stereotype shit is played anyway like yes it is you can she's completely capable of of making sense and talking profoundly and being passionate and still having to defend her points that's she's not a fucking baby <laughs> she's a human being she's an adult just with a brain like an adult like i i, I wasn't um you know like I, I like i felt like you know the idea of me not just accepting whatever you said and just walking away like oh she mad i better just shut the fuck up because you know it's impossible for a woman to make sense and be mad like no i want to understand you know what i mean like that's what I think that's what makes, um, when we have guests and stuff, that's what makes us better than most people that do this shit. Yes, sir. They don't really want to understand. They have mm-hmm. a couple of cage answers that's mm-hmm. supposed to, okay, I'm going to ask them this, then they're going to promote their thing, then they're going to get off the show. No, I want to know why. Why do you feel this way? And and explain it to me. Let's let's see if I can at least understand. We don't have to agree, but no. I would like to understand. That's right. You know, and I felt like because we stuck with it, and maybe this person was tweeting as it was going on, so they get to the end, or maybe they just will never agree. They just think you got scolded and that, and put in your place, and that's <laughs> all. But like, I felt like we came to an understanding. Like, me too. Okay, this is what it is, and I feel that way too. And I've talked about that too, and I agree. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. uh, the idea of oh, you're an individual when I want you to be an individual your your problems are not america's problems they're black problems yep until you bring the problem to me then it's like why don't you just not believe in that right mm-hmm. so that was like what we came to and I, I just thought that was weird and you know i i don't know man it's just you can't win for losing right nope so speaking of not being there to win for losing 
we had another you know i went to check the website i check the stats often mm-hmm. see like where who how people are finding our show yep what search functions what they're clicking on shit like that so i went to the blackout tips i'm checking out the stats and i see this link from a blog that says uh year of the tight arse dot blogspot.ca mm-hmm. so i was like okay let me check out what they said you know must put a link on us i've never heard of this place before me either you know sometimes we get links from other podcasts other websites that we're familiar with mm-hmm. i'm not familiar with this one i never heard of it so i go click on it and i see it's a link to uh a post they made that says things i like a semi-regular series dash podcast i was like cool Someone linked us to something and they like us. Mm-hmm. Right? They're recommending us. That's going to be cool to read something from a fan, you know, while highlighted on the show even. I love when people write about us. I love when we people do. recommend us. Mm-hmm. You know, the idea that someone took the time out of their day to talk about us. It means the, a lot. Right. Especially in a fashion where it's like, hey, check these guys out. I like them. You might too. Yes. So I go check out the blog and I'm reading, you know, each each show that she's recommending um and it's like uh i think she goes on miss prissy pants or something Mm -hmm. so i'm not really a big music person i go through periods where i like listen to music uh and then i'll go months without ever hearing any and i detest radio to the point where i can send it can send me into a frothing rage if someone at work is playing at one on their desk serious people seriously people 2012 headphones huh Right? So I was like, okay, alright, I like this person. That's funny and I agree. Yeah. I wear headphones. Yes, I do too. Um, so, you know, she, she talks about how she gets into the podcast. She's, she's into TV, film, pop, geek culture. So check them out if you're interested into this. You know, she's giving different breakdowns for each one. You know, her favorites are Bald Move, apparently is the name of this one. They do TV show related podcasts, you know, for different shows personal arrogance podcast by people in seattle and nerd culture pop culture like all this stuff i'm like cool so one did i listen to how did this get made i think it's a hilarious podcast one of my favorites never heard of that one uh you've listened to it before oh they they talk about bad movies oh uh, okay i didn't know the name of it yeah no problem um and so after that uh, we get to the blackout tips and i was like you know what not bad because we're right behind one of my favorite shows, so uh, maybe this person is cool and they like us. Mm-hmm. So it says, the black guy who tips. Makes me uncomfortable sometimes, I'm not going to lie. My white lefty guilt goes into overdrive when they start throwing the N-word around. This is an incredibly meandering podcast. I'm not sure if that's favorable or not. Not me either. I'm not Seems. meanderthrall. I don't understand. <laughs> so apparently we uh, we meander, can we? We talk about oh, me and I thought you yeah. said me and I was like, huh? <laughs> but uh, I was like, that's that's fine, okay. Uh, they quite often spend twenty minutes or so just banging on about their sponsors, their Twitter handles, their website, etc. Now I don't know if I've ever just been like, let's just talk twenty minutes about our Twitter handles. No, now we Bottom might start the show and and remember to talk about that twenty minutes into the show. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, we might. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but okay yeah we might spend 20 minutes just bullshitting and then go oh yeah you listen to the blackout test and this is how you contact us but i don't think we've ever just had a now let's talk about how you arrived at say that again and uh break it down for 20 no, minutes we don't, it don't work like that and the sponsors help keep the shit free it's a husband and wife team and though rod the husband is funny comma 
Oh. After that, it can never be good, right? Comma. The ride, the husband is funny. Karen, the wife, is really just there for him to bounce off. Oh, shit, though. She has, <laughs> remember, this is a recommendation, people. She has an annoying tendency to come up behind him and explain his jokes. I'm up behind you, nigga, right behind you now. <laughs> Having said all that, it's often screamingly funny. They just talk about random topics and read read out weird newspaper stories and they write comments on them and discusses them with whoever else he has there with them. <laughs> yep. Not me. Fuck me. <laughs> Karen is the only person that's on every show, y'all. She is I don't matter. The show. <laughs> I don't matter, sir. You didn't know this? Maybe I should let you read the articles now. They don't want me reading no, sir. <laughs> Be like the rats. Be all fucked up. I'm good. And they do that for two to three hours several times a week. It's a good one for work because I can put it on and just tune in and out of it. So I was like, that's kind of not the most flattering review. <laughs> so I'm not sure this lady likes our show. She hugs us and she smacks us and she hugs us again. I love you. No, I hate you. I love you. Uh, you have a terribly horrible good podcast. Yes. I like what I hate. But, yes. uh, Karen is horrible. Rod is funny. Ah! The ladies always yeah, go 50, straight for the jugular. 50% of the podcast is great. The other 50%? No. I like that within 24 hours we got a, yeah, Karen's horrible and just ah. annoying. And a Rod, you scolding Karen. She can't be great uh, in, the, in within 24 hours. That's the privilege and the honor of being a woman. Uh, so I responded to this blog because I was like, you know, um, and it's funny because I was thinking to myself when I did this. Nobody else that are these other blogs is even if they read this is even going to bother responding to this person because they're going to look at it as oh this person is you know just a small little blog and I don't give a fuck blah blah, blah. you know what no I do care and you're a fan and you know I wasn't going to disrespect or anything but I was nope. like I'm gonna have fun with this because mm-hmm. you know you wrote about us you probably don't expect anyone to care or read it or nope. whatever but um. You know, you put something out in the world, people do read it. Yes, people they do. do. You'd be amazed. So uh, I said, I appreciated the comments you had about each podcast. I also appreciate you suggesting our podcast, The Black Guys Tip, Who Tips, as one to listen to. Although I must admit, I'm a bit surprised to find you enjoyed the show at all. The review seems sort of backhanded and dismissive of half the show, co-host Karen. She's not just here to bounce off of, in my opinion. You know, and I think my opinion matters since we do the show together. Yes, sir. <laughs> Man, allow me to bounce off you. Shut up, Karen. Do you think... Bounce, maybe bounce. So I asked her because I was trying to come up with why would she possibly have this. I said, do you think that it's just because you secretly are in love with Rod? And wish that you were there in Karen's place trading witty banter with him. Banter with him. There is no great shame in this. Oh, no, it's not. I, I, I'm not hating on you. Yes, I go with many a lady. He, 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 yeah, no. yeah, he goes with a lot of ladies on Twitter, and he does have that sexy voice that a lot of ladies like. Right. Mm-hmm. Anyways, <laughs> thank you for listening to the show. I hope that one day Karen will grow on you. She is truly witty, engaging, and hilarious in her own right. You should check out some of her guest spots on other podcasts so you can see what she's like when I'm not blabbering on for 20 minutes about my Twitter handle or sponsors. Yeah, Beyonce Rod. Tell At any rate, thank you for promoting the show. It may not have been the most flattering review, but you certainly kept it real, my nigga. <laughs> Rod. And we, we do thank you for even writing about us. Now, that part is true. And I said, P.S. If Karen ever slips up, 
you've got a seat open for you to co-host the podcast just say the word just holler at a nigga <laughs> pps nigga 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 loosen up because she was very uptight about the n-word it's like come on it's just a word so she responded back wow she did Mm-hmm. cool hi rod thanks for your response i appreciate that you took the time to read what i wrote about your podcast in hindsight i was too harsh with karen i've listened to quite a few more episodes since writing this and she has made me laugh a fair bit so i apologize to you both it wasn't my intention to sound mean and i hope you don't think i was damning you with fake faint praise because i genuinely enjoy your podcast as for well as for why well it's bloody funny and that's all i need to reel me in so Aww, thank you very thank much you. d and that's a real apology thank you sweetie that is a, i didn't even think about that that, that really is I, I'll joke we normally like, get such condescending apologies. apologies we get yeah but you know i i like her now yeah. but you know what sweetie thank you thank you very much yeah d that, i didn't even think about that yeah that is nice of you as a white left-wing middle-class australian who grew up knowing precisely one black person who had been adopted by a white family. Yeah, so it wasn't, it. It's it wasn't all the way white. It wasn't all the way black. It was like kind of black. I'm afraid I can't ever see the day I'll loosen up around the N-word, though. I doubt I could ever bring myself to say it out loud. It's my hang-up, and I own it. Winky face. Oh. Yeah, I'm not saying you need to say the N-word. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying when a nigga like me says nigga, you should just be like, cool that's his that's his slang and you know what we'll say it on your behalf just just yeah. you know every, every time you think about it, just think a nigga and hear our voices baby Look, d go in the bathroom mm-hmm. turn the lights off yes spin around three times mm-hmm. and say nigga three times and candy man will appear <laughs> the word is that powerful y'all yes thank you sweetie that was sweet i didn't know she responded thank you sweetie yeah well i'm glad she responded man i am too and like i said i the is kind of if i was reading and i never heard of the show of all the shows that she described i still think our show sounded the best because after reading that i went why do you like this show yeah yeah yes that would make people go hmm you know what let yeah. me check that out them out let's play some let's play some voicemail so we don't have to be in here all day on saturday yeah, um yes before we get deep down shit some of this stuff we might yeah. have to cut because you know the game started a little bit when the game starts <laughs> game will start to eight thirty. Oh, okay six seventeen are right, you ready yes hey roger and this is Liz Crystal. i just missed you guys i caught the last little bit of y'all talking about the whole christian rap thing and um you know i agree with you like you know i love my subs and jesus and everything but when i hear christian rap i'm kind of like yeah good for you <laughs> now let me go you know put on some jay-z um and yeah if if i want to listen to some christian music you know i like i like mary mary but um i like mary mary yeah too. you know christian music a christian rap. rap it's like good for you good job buddy and pat them on head and send them on their way you know um so that's like my feeling on that so i definitely agree with you but it would be cool to get like a really i mean in my head like i don't know how this will work out in actuality like a like a like a fire and brimstone type of rapper, like, you know, hell, to the glue, blah, 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 you know. I think that was <laughs> for, like, you know, point two seconds, like, as far as Christian rap, but that's how I feel about that. And, um, honestly, right, I don't, I don't feel bad for you about your breakup of this with real Ange, although I do kind of feel like that was, like, a six-month-long troll on her. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if it wasn't a troll, then I don't feel bad for you. Wow. Um, in what else before three minutes is up? Oh <laughs> yeah, and a good news, and a good note for you, Rod. Like I do agree with you. I know you guys talked about this like months ago, but with regard to like the washcloth versus poof versus bar soap versus um. Lufa. Uh body wash debate. Yes. I'm with you. Like as soon as I was like in middle school and started getting pubic hair, um, I backed away from the family bar soap because I thought that was the hair that I found on the soap. I swear I oh. thought that was like hair from my father's head until mm-hmm. I started getting pubic hair of my own self. Oh. Exactly. Since then, I always advocated for body wash. Well, I'm the only one in the house. I use my allowance money to get some body wash in my own personal pools. That's that's just that's yeah. Yeah, little, little, little ears <laughs> on the body like, soap, mm-hmm. and you got wash your face with that. Um, you no, thank you. you. Yeah, middle school, I advocated, I advocated for some body wash and for some face wash separate. All that just separate. It's just, nah, nah, nah. And plus, like, with the poof, you know, you get the little exfoliation on your skin, you know. It feels good, and, you know, you don't have to use as much lotion because your skin is all nice and smooth. And right now, instead of the poof, I'm doing, um, exfoliating um, washcloth so yeah mm. so those are the three things I want to talk about Christian rap it's like you know here in club good for you like, like you know kind of like on a special Olympics type of level um, well and I don't feel bad for you but if it, if it wasn't genuine if it was like a six month long troll kudos to you sir but that was too much time invested in a troll and um, yes <laughs> team body wash and Lufa all day every day I think that's three minutes, and I'll talk to you guys later. Oh, you ain't got to, you ain't got to feel sorry for me, okay? I'm over real age <laughs> now. She tried to come back too. She did. Yeah, she tried to follow me the other day. Um, and I and I was strong. I I did not follow her back. Okay. Word. Yeah. Oh, how long this gonna last? I said, uh, love should have brought your follow back home last night. <laughs> You should have been with me. So I did not, I did not let her follow me back. Uh, I did not follow her back. And, uh, she, she sent me a picture of Sarah Michelle Geller walking her child the other day. And, uh, I was, I didn't respond to it, you know. Oh, so the she, love affair really is. I told over. her it's over. Leave me alone, real Edge. I don't want to be with alone. you. Okay? You just wanted exactly me for my followers. <laughs> I bet you wish you was with me last night when I blew up. On that Lupe Fiasco retweet. I bet she did, son. I got 50 followers in about an hour. Woke up this morning, all kinds of followers. That's right, real Angie. Fucked up. You won't get half of those. No, you won't when they stop following you because you've offended them. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Next one. Yo, Rob, Karen, what's going on? Is the unofficial attestee member of the Black Guy with Denzel. It's been a while since I called in, but I've been hella busy. Um, if you follow me on Google Plus, you know why. But I just wanted to call because, Brad, I finally got Transformers Fall Cybertron, and man, you are so right. It is mm-hmm. so worth the sixty dollars, dude. Like, like you, you know, you freaked out from so much. I did the same thing when I saw him rise from the ground and like, holy oh, shit, holy. Oh, <laughs> 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 anyway, I just wanted to call and say, great week for show, guys. Um. I would have called it earlier for the other feedback shows, but between work and rehearsals for shows, my my work schedule and my life schedule has been hella busy. But I finally had some time, called you guys in. Shout out to you guys, chat room, and especially chill. 
because we all know that we all look for chill voicemails on the Saturday shows. All right, guys. Peace. Peace. Thank you, young Dan. Thank man. you, baby. Yes. And, uh, that, that, uh, that War for Cybertron is the shit, dog. Yes, I can love that game. It is literally, uh, that is the best Transformers me- media of any kind I've ever seen. And everything else involving Transformers pales in comparison. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm in love with that game. So, um, I'm glad, and I'm glad you liked it too, man. It was, yeah, man. And, then, and the Metroplex moment happens early, but it's like, it's just one moment. There are so many fucking moments of just oh I'm, I'm in love with this game so <laughs> if you're into Transformers man I That's say the get game it for you yeah it's also just a good video game too but you know what's up Rod and Karen it's Nick the Jew I wanted to first send a belated Happy New Year shout out to all of my Jewish brothers and sisters. I told the y'all, or however you pronounce it, I've only ever seen it written. So I am only Jewish. Also, Roderick. Yes. Did you call Malcolm the official homophobe of the show? Yes. I um, probably shouldn't listen to the show anymore during work hours because <laughs> everyone around me kept looking at me because I was choking. The black guy who tips not safe for work and also hazardous to your health. (laughs) Love you guys. Bye. Love you too, girl. Nikki, Nikki, Nikki. Nikki the G. We'll be seeing you next month, girl. Yeah, so, (laughs) yeah, I think that's the title he wanted. Uh, If not, my bad. (laughs) But that's the title you got. The one he got. Stop defending that. Don't get married if you gay shit. All right, next one. Hey, man, this fell foul again, man. <laughs> Yo, the Christopher Williams slander, man, is, is so on point. But at the same time, that was my shit. That was my shit, dog. That, that uh, don't break me. I'm dreaming. Me too. <laughs> I can actually sing better than that, but but uh, that's that's how that nigga sounded to me. He's yeah. like, I'm thinking about dreams. Light skinned brother singing hard. <laughs> I was just listening to y'all feedback show, man. I just had the man, the Christopher Williams slander is so on point. That nigga was like him and Al B. Shore. As a matter of fact, if you go back and listen to some of Al B. Shore's old shit, that nigga couldn't sing worth two shits. <laughs> that nigga sounded like I don't know, man. He, he sounded like a <laughs> a bleeding cat. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man, that's all I wanted to say, man. This is your boy Self Five. Love the show, Ryder Karen. Keep doing your thing. Peace. <laughs> yeah, Thank you, sweetie. He did. I'll be sure they had it. Yeah. Like, why are you singing like that? I can't tell what you're saying, sir. It don't matter. It sounds sexy. Please don't leave. <laughs> like, oh no, my window's busted. <laughs> All right, next one. Yo, man, I'm I'm listening to the feedback show again. This is Belfire, man. Um, I, I gotta keep calling in, man, because y'all keep y'all keep bringing this shit up about these damn R&B groups in the '90s and shit. Um, we gotta talk about the the overall them niggas. You used to wear overall set, short sets. Yes. Like, why in the hell 
these niggas wear overall short sets, dog, with <laughs> combat boots and shit. It's like, <laughs> and no shirt, no shirt, dog. Damn, the style is so whack. And I be going back thinking, like, damn, man, motherfuckers are so whack. And niggas used to listen to that shit. Well, niggas and were they, trying to get girls. And right. they would. like, niggas was really listening to this with niggas wearing overall short sets with, you know, one strap hanging from the overalls. Yes, sir. And thinking that shit was cool. God damn. <laughs> anyway, man, this is Fell Five, man. I. <laughs> That shit just brought up something, man. Y'all talking about the damn overalls and shit, man. I, I, I had to call back in. Alright, peace. Peace. Blame it on vagina, dog. Pussy is ah, a hell of a drug. It sure is. That's what women was fucking for at the time. Ah, uh, yes, they was. Niggas with singing Motown Philly with high top fades Motown and all that Philly shit. Philly back again. Get you a fresh Gumby and some overalls <laughs> with one scrap. Oh, dog. yes. I seen niggas wearing Gumby now. Looking at them, blah, blah, that huge crazy. Do niggas even dance hard like that anymore? Yeah, put like this, put like this. If that got pussy, they would. Right. Like, I don't even know if niggas dance hard. Like, you don't do the running man at the club and fuck that night anymore. I, I think niggas is too and you cool. do one or the other. <laughs> you don't yeah. do both. I think too cool now. So I got to take, uh, make sure I don't want to shower. All right, next voice now. Yo, what's up, black guy? Who tips nation? This is your boy, Fell Five, man. Um, had a little issue I wanted to call in with. I heard the feedback show last week and uh I was listening to the email that Gabby sent in talking about her and her friends did a collective uh Gabby sigh when it came to Miss Miss Obama picking being Beyonce for a day. Um I don't really think that that should have been the case. I don't think that should be the case with um whoever she picked unless she picked like Pinky or you know, Roxy Reynolds or something. <laughs> you don't know who that is. Uh, don't worry about Promo. it. Um, but what I was what I was wanting to say is that I feel like Beyonce is a role model because she's a, I mean, one way or not, you look at it, she's a success story. Yeah. Even though it is entertainment, even though it's not, um, even though it's not non-entertainment and it's not like a CEO of a, Fortune 500 company or something, she still deserves to be respected for the achievements that she's made. Yes, she does, sir. I mean, I don't understand. I, I, I'm with you, Rod, on the on the on the on the thing about not, you know, limiting yourself to just the ultra positive stereotype. I mean, with the ultra positive archetype. I hope I'm using that word right. Um, about you know a black role model. I just think that we need to look for success as the overall role model and not worry about all the rest of that other shit. Chill out, Gabby. Chill out, black ladies. I love y'all. You know what I'm saying? Y'all look nice today. Stevie J voice. All right. You're just trying to send Gabby back to the script club. That's all that's about. Yeah. They just want you for your suction, your money. Yeah. Try to have sex with Gabby. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, I, I do, I agree with you, man. I, I think, um, you know, it, it is too much to ask of somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I, it's, it's, it's like, and, and then it's, it's like, not only do you have to be quote unquote on all the time, but then you have the stronger people that are not better than you, cannot no. compare to you. They're just constantly like, you didn't do this right. You didn't do that right. It's like, come on, man. You really? She, you can't like uh, Beyonce and be the first lady. 
you know because you're black like that's that's a ridiculous thing and like i said we at some point we do have to take our individuality man and yes we do you know it's there's nothing wrong with like liking that and yeah we'll get to it later but yes yeah, beyonce's a role model yes yeah, she and is she's not a terrible role model no she's not yo hi karen what's up it's mike from wisdom 40 acres um I was calling because I'm in the middle of listening to the episode with Chris and Brandon. Yes. And that shit is fucking hilarious. Um, and it reminds me that when I think all of the terrible shit that I think on a daily basis, that I'm not alone in thinking terrible things. For example, um, when I graduated from college, it's, you know, getting out solemn ceremony on and everything, and there was somebody there speaking to us from the Rockefeller Center. And because I thought it was funny that they said Rockefeller so many times, I texted a dude who was sitting ahead of me, it's the rock, every time they said Rockefeller. And he was throwing up the Rockefeller diamond. <laughs> and, like, they were like, such and such. And then we were at the Rockefeller Center, and he threw the diamond up, and I just started busting out laughing. We were committed to making a difference in the world, and yada, yada. I don't know what the fuck the speech is about. Nobody remembers I was remembers laughing speech. at the entire thing. Um <laughs> And I watched Why Did I Get Married as well. And I don't know why I watched it. I think I got, like, all my aunts at the house and like, we're going to watch a movie. And I'm like, all right, I haven't seen y'all like eight months. So I'll sit down and watch it. Don't fall into that trap. And that scene with Jill Scott, I busted out laughing within 10 minutes. And everybody was looking at me like I'm ridiculous. And I tried to explain it, and they didn't get it. So, yep, NWFO, uh, whole life. And peace, Allah. Oh man, now that's Mike from uh, Where's My Forty, 40 Acres, aka uh, Silent X Media, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, man, there is something about knowing like uh, that you're not alone when it comes oh, no. to this. You know, you're never alone, sir, ever. Yeah, so yeah, man, I definitely I remember when I like that's how I make friends. Basically, is I find somebody that has a fucked up sense of humor like my own. And, and then roll like, with them. It's like, okay, then me and this person could probably be friends. And the thing about it, though, people fail to realize is that uh, I got a fucked up sense of humor, too. Yeah. Uh, and people have a tendency to forget that. Right. Well, you're a woman, Karen, so you can only be expected to be but so funny. Oh, uh, my funny I... is limited by my vagina? Yes. You know, okay. We all know that you're just here for me to bounce off of, and uh, I scold you <laughs> for getting out of place. Yes, you do, sir. You have all that. Mm-mm. Um. So, you can't have a funny woman. Beat it, bitch. You right. can't be funny. <laughs> Next voicemail. What's up, Rod and Karen? This is Charles, one of your loyal listeners. And uh, I'll let y'all go in on H-Town. And that group, uh, you do know that Dino uh, is dead. Like, he got hit by a car, I believe. Damn, Damn. for real? But anyway, uh, y'all are just standing up a new one. It's funny because uh, that was one of my favorite groups and uh, all when I was growing up. And I actually uh, went on a cruise when I was about 20 and performed one of their songs at karaoke night. And it was a mess, ah. a hot mess. And uh, as a side note, uh, it kind of fucked up. The light-skinned cat who I was performing with ended up taking my chick. I was trying to holler at Oh, they would do that. He knew I was trying to go after her, and there were two others, or three of them, actually. Mm-hmm. But, uh, anyway. Uh, I love your show. Keep up the funny business. Bye. Yeah, that's what they do, Charles. 
Back in the, you can never trust a light skinned brother back in the day, man. Ah, and don't let him must have an S curl. It is on and popping. Yeah, we just, we just got back to good light skinned, dark skinned race relations in America, man. Ah, the stuff y'all see on Twitter, that's nothing compared to what it used to be like, man. Used to be dangerous in the in this light skinned, dark skinned streets. Yes, yeah. we was out of here till New York Undercover came on. <laughs> yeah, yes. Thank for, thank God for uh, base Malik Yoga. You know, we'll say that again. He saved us. Him and Wesley Snipes. Can you believe that? Wesley Snipes. He he helped save the dark skinned people. He dark, but he ain't sexy. Yeah. Well, apparently in New Jack City, he did something. I don't know what it was. Me either. But it worked on some of these women. Mm -hmm. Hey, Rod and Karen. Um, It's me, Gabby, the official biracial gal of the podcast. Long time no hear. Um, I'm listening to you guys, um, the feedback show from Saturday, and as always, it's off the hook. Um, I love your guests. They always just keep me rolling. Um, I wanted to leave a quick message. I haven't even finished the podcast, but I wanted to leave a, a quick message before I forgot. Um, you guys are talking about what's left have to do with it. That came out when I was in high school, probably like my last year of high school, and I love the movie because I'm a huge Angela Bassett fan. There was all this hype around it and her working out and, and you know, getting, you know, good physique like Tina and everything. And um, I, I, I understand what you guys are saying about certain parts of it become funny, even though the overall topic is just really sad and just horrible um, how I treated her. Um, I would say the funniest lines that I've heard people repeat are the saying that I could say about, you know, he flashed his hand and go, you better find yourself, find yourself like, feel like you're counting up one, two, three, four, five. And then her girlfriend actually, you know, makes that joke when she's in the hospital. Um, so that was a funny thing. And I think something that was funny that, that wasn't verbal was when I put on a Beatles wig. Like he had his hair pressed and cut <laughs> and, and so yeah. like a Beatles kind of hairstyle. Yeah, the bob. I think that was just the most ridiculous thing because Ike was just, that just was ridiculous. Um, the movie is wonderful. I don't know if, Angela got an award for it. If she didn't, she should have. And that was just amazing film. And the soundtrack is off the hook. If you like old stuff and new, it's a pretty good soundtrack. Okay, um, but you guys are awesome. Uh, I had to, you know, laugh along with you guys. And I do admit that the family guy, when they made the joke about um, the very sensitive topic and Peter's in the uh, attic eat the chips, it's like, yes, family guy. Oh, it's it's so funny, but it's so wrong, but it's so funny. You know, you have to laugh to feel kind of guilty about it. Um, so, uh, yeah, I just I agree with that. Um, you guys are awesome. Keep up the great work. Okay, I'll stop rambling now. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye, Gabby. Bye. Thank you, Gabby. Yeah, and uh, I assume that most people have a slightly dark sense of humor if they listen to this show because we are a pretty dark show. Yes, we are. What's up, Rod, Karen? This is Josh. Um, the official nigga who does not get his messages paid because they are too long of the podcast. Yeah. Man, I forgot about that shit. It was about like three weeks ago. Well, three minutes or less. Did, me wrong. did you write, hey, nigga? We love, love y'all, though. <laughs> we love you, like, too. Keep it short. Man, I was sitting at home one day looking at some crazy-ass, funny-ass Mitt Romney videos. They everywhere. I don't know if y'all seen them, but they got like some direct TV. Commercial style one of us, like, don't vote for Rick Romney because this happened. Don't vote for this one. And then at, at the end of that shit, a nigga's like a transsexual prostitute. All because he votes for Mitt Romney. That shit is funny. Anyway. Oh, wow. Like, I haven't seen that what one. Me either. Motherfucking Tim Tebow 
all of a sudden eating doors to me around me. What? That shit kind of scary to me. I was thinking, like, wait a minute. This motherfucker might actually, like, 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 like a win or some shit or some shit like that happened. Like, wouldn't that be kind of like, wouldn't that, like, change the whole fucking election? If people got some damn power behind them, who don't know. That's a good point. But, um, shit, I don't know. Just let me know if you think that shit is, like, like, real. Like, if he ever did that shit, could he, like, actually win the election off some people or shit? Anyway. Hold on, let me check my time since I gotta do that now. Thank you guys. Uh, it's always been like that. One minute, 40 seconds. Okay, I'm hanging in there. Also, man, I was on your website. Yeah. At work, I fuck around and clicked that booty pics and joke Tumblr page link. Ah! at my whole job flashed before my eyes, man. I ain't never twist shit. I damn near broke my mouth trying to get off that shit. Like, <laughs> nigga get a warning. Damn. A warning, nigga, it's called booty pics and jokes. His ass just wobbling and wobbling and wobbling. <laughs> I'm sitting there in my cubicle sweating, scared, looking around, hoping nobody saw that shit. Oh. A bad nigga expecting somebody to blackmail me and just be like, leave a little note in my desk like, yeah, nigga, we know. We know about that ass. <laughs> we know what you <laughs> like. crazy, but, um, fuck, uh, you ever had any fucked up situations like that at your cubicle before on your computer? I'm sure they didn't just go quite right. Oh, yeah, I know for a fact, man, one time I was trying to search for Buffalo Wild Wings, and my mistake instead of BWW, hit that BBW. Oh, wrong thing, sir. Computer screen shit was going down. I had all kinds of shit on my screen. Yeah, I know you did. You had them big women. They're going to ask people to kick in the door any moment, man. Ah, they're coming to get you. uh, They get alerts. uh, Anyway, just let me know some crazy shit like that happened to you before. Uh, Peace. Yeah, uh, okay, Karen, has that ever happened to you at work before? That didn't happen to me. It happened to a coworker, and it happened by accident. You know how people leave. A man or a woman? A, a female. Okay. You know how people leave, and you end up inheriting somebody else's computer? Yeah, I, I've had that happen to me. Yeah. And she has somebody else's computer, and next thing you know, all these pop-ups and sexy women start talking and picking and dancing across the screen. I looked at her like, um, babe, what's going on? I was like, I don't know, I didn't put it on here. And she could get them this shit to get off another. So I did have to actually come and clean her computer. Yeah, I've had that happen before, uh, where uh, this African dude left the job before I got it, and I inherited his old computer, and it was filled to the brim with porn. <gasps> just like pop-ups would pop up when I had to check something on the internet, just titties would pop out of nowhere. I was like, I didn't do this. And then the IT dude didn't believe me and pulled me to the side like I was lying. Like I was like, nigga, I have been here f- like four hours. How the fuck would I get all these titties on here? And so he did like a registry check and saw that the shit was like from weeks ago. And uh, I, and he still kind of looked at me like, maybe. maybe. It's like, come on, well, man. How did you do that from weeks ago? You just got the fucking computer. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so basically um, I've had that happen. But second of all, nigga, that's your fault. Everything you said in here is your fault. You the reason that Republicans keep making black people look bad. Stand up and have the personal responsibility, sir. And you know what? We don't call it booty pics and jokes for no reason. Yeah, what did you it's think was going to be there? That's not. We took the pictures off the site so that you can't even be like, oh, I saw a picture that just popped up on the site. And now mm-hmm. it's blocked. Yeah, we had to. We had to. We rearranged the site because of that. Yes. If you click on booty pics and jokes, you went to booty, which pics gets and jokes. the most daily clicks on the site. By the way, yes, it does. If you click on that Tumblr, yo bad. You lose your job, that is also your bad. The nigga said, oh, I accidentally did it. He got lotion out in one hand. Come on, man. Lying, Good shit. <laughs> I 
What up, Rod and Kevin? This is Josh again. Goddamn, Rod. You, you, you fuck up everything, Rod. Mm-hmm. I've been watching Sunday and Argy for a couple seasons. You know, just watching, like, just watching. Because I feel like if I call bullshit on, on, on shows, I'm going to have shit left to watch. <laughs> I, I try to ignore the whole nice-looking black dude playing the thing, but uh, after watching that first episode of this season, you can't ignore that shit no more. themselves. You can't just be like you black, therefore you're a gangster and you're scary. Mm-mm. That's not how it works, dog. Like no, this nigga was not uh like there was so many there was so first of all, all these dudes talk proper, they have great cuts, they have no beards, no facial no they don't look raggedy. They have no tattoos. How in you a show, have no tattoos. All the bikers uh, in the in the Sons of Anarchy they got scars on their face. You can barely understand what the fuck some of them are saying. Um, you know, they got, all of them got, uh, tattoos everywhere, brandings, and all this, you know, long biker hair and shit, like, they look like some dudes that you don't want to fuck with, right? Then you see these brothers coming, looking like an R&B group wearing fucking purple. <laughs> like, uh, they were singing and dancing. Yeah, it's crazy, man. So, no, no, d- boo on that. I had someone tell me that that show was better. It's like, you know, I like The Wire, man, but I think Sons of Anarchy is better. I just mm, like chili grapes yeah, on this entire conversation. Yeah, I can't talk to you no more, sir. Yeah, we can talk about how great The Wire was, but this shit is a comic book compared to The Wire. This shit ain't realistic. I'm not even going to go into all the shit I don't like about the show. But I watched the show. I'm a fan of the show, but it's not fucking with The Wire on any level at all, ever. Hey, what's up, Rod, uh, Ken? Hollywood. What's up, dog? Um, Hollywood, Larry. I only say that for y'all. No, I don't go out in public and say, hey, man, you know, my name is Hollywood. No, I go to Starbucks. I don't say uh, Hollywood. Put that on the cup. Why I'm not? Also, actually, I'll probably go there today. I'll try that. Anyway, um, two quick things, man. I, I listened to read the episode, and uh, y'all were talking about um, 
uh, what's love got to do with it, you know, and laughing that fucked up thing or whatever. So I, I'm kind of like y'all. I think, I think we're in the same place. Yeah, the first time I really will take shit seriously. Second time, yeah, it definitely turns into comedy. But um, I want to say the biggest thing for me about, I remember about that movie coming up is that I never saw Ike Turner previous to the movie, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm 32, so when, I guess whenever they was popping, I was too young to know. Me too, Larry. So, you know, I knew what Tina was like. I, I was familiar with her, but I didn't have no fucking clue who I was. I remember seeing him for the first time and being so disappointed that that nigga looked nothing like Lawrence Fishburne. I was just like, oh, man, this nigga, Aww. I felt like Lawrence Fishburne was real high turning and this nigga was Me just too. like a bad knockoff. Me too. I could have just been my experience. I don't know. Wow. That's why I have other people too. And uh, secondly, I, I wasn't finished with this episode, but I had to chime in. Are you talking about um the... Uh, Somebody talking about how high the Kim Kardashian and Ray J. Tate was, and you're like, man, that tells me a lot about your sex life. You said that a lot. So I want you to know, you also said a lot about y'all sex life. More than I ever want to know. I, I guess it's good that you and Ken are some, you know, healthy freaks. <laughs> I know a lot about your sex life too, brother. I just never satisfied unless it's ramped up and you watch a lot of fucking porn. I don't even watch porn. Mm-hmm. I got an idea. I have mental pictures that I don't even want. That's just the way Sorry. my mind works. Thanks a lot for that shit. Anyway, I don't need to know what three minutes is like anymore, but I'm sure I'm approaching it. Y'all be cool. Later on. Peace. Uh, first of all, um, yeah, we yeah we we do talk we we talk about it on the show. We don't we don't run from uh, sex. Talking. Adam and Eve don't support us for no reason, son. Right. Um, and then second of all, man, um, you not watching porn is your bad. You unimaginative motherfucker. Get your <laughs> porn game up. Yeah, all kinds of things you can learn from that. I, I clear it is. I done seen Shoshelle like, oh, I didn't know they could do that. Mm-hmm. So don't, don't strap yourself in. Strap yourself on. Um, <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I, I had, it's funny, I had the exact same feeling about Lawrence Fishburne. Like, I saw Ike after Lawrence, I saw Ike actually on, in the courtroom, uh, for Judge Joe Brown, and that was when I was like, wait a minute. I've been tricked. Look, she doesn't look nothing like Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne is like this fucking six foot tall, something intimidating, big black dude. I turned out he about five foot eight, and he was getting carried by this lady who was th- stealing his money. Man, I, I'll tell y'all, man, that 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 Lawrence Fishburne made that roll up as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Like, you know how, like, Malcolm, Malcolm X, you know, uh, Denzel went and studied him, tried to look like him, all this shit. Lawrence Fishburne just showed up to the set in a pink suit, like, alright, all right, I'm gonna be Ike. So, mm-hmm. alright, last voicemail. Hey, what's up, man? It's, uh, Hollywood one more time, man. I hate to be that guy that calls twice in a week. Oh, we ain't mad at you, dog. Cause I'm driving around. Usually I try to jot notes down when, when you guys are hitting pointing points with me. But, oh, uh. Man. It, it, it's concerning the whole thing with the Adam Carolla conversation that evolves, you know, it's spun off into this huge, huge, big, big thing. Um, I gotta, and I'm, I'm shocked and, uh, and just amazed that I'm doing this, but I gotta give Brandon a ton of credit. What? I say that because Brandon's a troll, everybody knows that shit. But yeah, he, I was like, I'm yelling at my radio as I'm, as I'm riding down the street going, oh, come the fuck on! Like, 
Come on, y'all. Like, he brought it down, you know, to the, to the truth of it. Sure. It's a problem. You know, fatherless households could be a problem in, in every community. But come on. It's an epidemic in our community, and we got to be real about that. And I just wanted to say, yo, I, I had to I had to take my hat off and, and you know, give Brandon all the credit. But just bringing it back to the realness, let's be real. Those situations exist, but in our community, it's an epidemic. Karen, I also want to applaud you for saying I might be wrong, but I was I was young at my rate. I was like, I don't know, Karen. I think you're wrong as fuck on this one. <laughs> I just want to express my anger, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> We're going to play it that way? Sure. No problem. But, uh, uh, yeah, no, great topic, man. It's great something to discuss. I hadn't listened to that particular Corolla uh, podcast yet, um, but I definitely interested in checking it out now. Anyway, that's it, and hopefully I won't call y'all back no more this week. I'll write an email if I got anything else. All right, later. <laughs> All right, peace. later, Larry. Um, and yeah, man. Um, that yeah, I think Karen was pretty hot. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't feel like she was wrong. I just, uh, I think it was one of those things. And Karen, correct me if I'm wrong, but it felt like you were mad, but you couldn't exactly put your finger on what was pissing you off about it. Yeah, I, 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 I was angry, and I knew I was angry. I had reasons why I was angry. But it was kind of hard to pinpoint the exact trigger to my anger. I know it was valid. I know yeah. I was angry. And I want people to know it had nothing to do uh, with Adam Carolla's race or anything like that. It was more of the fact that... It I was scolding you. Exactly. <laughs> and when like you always do, sir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You had to get mad. And I could I was scolding you because I couldn't bounce off of you at the time. Yeah, so just sitting me in the rage, and you know, <laughs> next time I try to breathe. Some people tell me to breathe, so I don't pass out. So I try to breathe <laughs> next time. Do my rant. Yeah, I wouldn't re-listen to the episode because I was just so concerned with the people that were, you know, talking one way or the other about it. And you know, I felt proud of what what happened, and I felt like uh, it was a good show, and uh, you know, you really got your point of view across, and. At the end of the day, you know, you kind of convinced me of, you know, the real point, which is it is a false type of condescending advice because that person doesn't really care. And, no. when, and when they do um, say something, it's just something to, that deflects the validity of the problem at the end of the day yes. and it's not their job to fix anything but no they bring it up and then if you if you were to give them a counterpoint they would switch up their entire argument to well that that i'm why do you even care about being black just be american or just be such and such it's like well you brought up the black issues yes you, you know? brought it up and, and then the thing about it is that when you bring it up there are all these other factors that play a role and that's yeah. why i was angry i was like you can't just say chili grapes on everything i say just because i bring up the fact that you brought up the blackness but when i bring it up oh y'all are individuals nah brother we individuals that was an individual little boy that was out there getting them flag penalties not a right. black boy well especially when you brought up the point at the end about uh the him assuming like this kid doesn't have a father this yes. kid doesn't that and you're right if that would have been a white kid even with him having a 70 cent chance of being right if it was a black kid if that would have been a white kid he wouldn't have had a problem he wouldn't have assumed that he would have nope. assumed some other shit yes because that's what he does but yes. he wouldn't have assumed necessarily that and like oh you know we so yeah i get it you know and uh yeah he had some points but you had you had a lot of good points um and at the end of the day 
uh, i think you really explained yourself and stepped up to the challenge of not just having somebody go oh she mad let me just shut the fuck up and move on to the next topic you know no and that's, i don't ever want to have that kind and, of show and that's one thing i can say i do uh enjoy about this show because i listen to a lot of different podcasts and there's nothing that frustrates me more than anything is when a woman gets passionate about how she feels and her passionate is automatically wrapped into anger right her passion is automatically wrapped into your period your cycle your woman vagina all that shit get bubble wrapped and and presented in a picture so you can just dismiss her whole argument right when she may have valid points she might have a valid reasoning why she says what she says but that gives people permission to just dismiss it because it's coming from a woman and it's coming and it's coming and not a calm pretty sweet oh baby it's gonna be okay oh baby it's gonna be all right let me come kick your ass let me come kiss your ass voice it's like you know nah fuck you nigga i got an opinion you gonna hear it and oh whoa whoa your hormones your emotions well also i feel like a lot of times as a guy there's part of you that wants to comfort a woman and make her feel better and even if quote unquote she's wrong and you see this a lot with guys a lot of guys like the vast majority of dudes will talk about this shit when they're talking about their woman is well she got mad and i just shut the fuck up because you can't win an argument with a woman and blah 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 and it's like i don't believe that at least not with my wife i married someone that is fucking logical and reasonable and perfectly able to deliver a point succinctly and eloquently I'm not gonna just back off of that like, oh, you mad? Well, shit, let's not even talk no, about it. No, because this. Cause the thing, that's the thing, be fair. Sometimes I can be wrong and sometimes you can be wrong. And the thing right. is that if you don't talk about it, it's never resolved. And you know, when that shit comes up again, which it will come up again, right. if it's not talked about, it becomes worse because you go, oh shit, we done been through this before. Why are we going down this same road? And well, more importantly, I didn't think you were wrong. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah. It's more like, well, explain to me. Explain to me where where this is coming from because I know that you have, this is coming from somewhere. Yes. Like, you, and I know you way too well to be like, oh, she's just mad because a white man do it. This. I know it's not that. That's, oh, no. It that was, was actually where I started with, I know it can't be this thing, and that no. is what a lot of people do, but it's sounding like this. So explain it because I know it's not that. Yeah, it was, it was a lot uh, bigger picture, and I think sometimes when people make statements like that, they don't look at the bigger picture. And if you come to them from, hey, it's a bigger picture, they want to dismiss your bigger picture, and you can't do that when it all is interconnected in some way, shape, form, or fashion, yeah. but you want to dismiss it because you really don't want to talk about the root of the problem. Right. I agree. Um, all right, so somebody sent us this article, and they wanted us to talk about it. Now, typically, I don't talk, uh, we don't do any relationship advice shit. Nope. But uh, I'll read this. Uh, it's actually for my girl, Feminista Jones, um, on Twitter. Um, she has her own website. Of course, she's been on the show before. Mm-hmm. We really need to get her back. Yes, we do. But um, she uh, has, uh, apparently, they have a blog dedicated for, like, men, part of her, a section of her blog, where men can, like, come in and, like, put a blog post and uh people can respond to it and stuff like that um so she had a gentleman write for it today it's called gentleman's corner and the title of the article is why men don't always date the game changer every man comes across this game changer but most of them fuck it up because they're scared of what she represents the end of an era he's afraid he's going to become one of those squares who stays up under a chick can't kick it with the homies or party with the ratchets the world that he thinks makes him happy is about to end because this exceptional woman has the power to make him grow the fuck up boo fucking who immature niggas man who wrote this 
this is uh this is from black girls at easy.com okay um i'm, I'm not joking that's where this oh, okay uh boo fucking who immature niggas love to sabotage themselves and make any excuse to hold on to the old ways do treat this perfect woman like the most de- like most democrats treat obama the world isn't ready wait for the right time blah 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 no man fuck waiting you cannot prolong change and you have to accept that shit when it happens or you will lose that opportunity from black girls at easy.com okay okay now this is, this is not feminist jones this is a guy who wrote okay. This, okay the first time i read this i felt like the writer hit the proverbial nail with the sledgehammer Somehow he was able to sum up every single reason I could find to duck relationships and commitment the way I've done over the last three years. I was afraid of giving up the game. I was afraid of giving up the freedom. I didn't want to keep the merry-go-round of women. I didn't want to keep the merry-go-round of women in my bedroom, but I wasn't ready to make it a a one-woman room either. In short, I was punking out, making excuses. I was pretty much cheating myself out of having a great relationship because I kept thinking about all the things I would be giving up and not all the things I would actually be gaining. What man doesn't want a good woman at home? For a woman to be the light in the darkest periods of his life, play nurse when he's sick, play chef when he's hungry, play bad student when he's the good teacher. So, uh, a lot of things that you ladies need to do. Okay. <laughs> Get on it. Put it in a place. <laughs> Many men dream about having that kind of woman in his life. But it, it is often said timing is everything. I always felt the timing was off when it came to what i wanted out of a relationship if i'm with someone i know i'd i'd want to be down with them 100 percent. i want to be everything they need and be able to provide support wherever they came up short <clears throat> i want us to be able to build together and create something so beautiful having to do without that could never be up for consideration the reality of the situation is while i was in school it simply wasn't possible relationships require time resource patience and above all else, communication. I had no time, no resources, very little patience, and I wasn't interested in talking to anybody about anything. You know, it's, it's always weird to me, like, how, like, because to me, that's just a temperament. Yes. And I don't think people always grow out of that. You know, um, like, as a matter of fact, I don't agree with the very first sentence of this shit. Every man comes across this game changer, but most fuck it up because they're scared of what she represents, the end of an era. I don't think every person comes across uh, the game changer or the person they should be with. I think every person is, just, just about every person is convinced they will or convinced that someone is the one, but most of y'all are wrong. Most of the time, y'all are wrong. 99% of the time, you are not going to be in the relationship with the person that you're going to be with for the rest of your life. Nope. It's just how it is. No, you know, a lot of people convince themselves of shit. It's just not true. You know, um, so, but it's like we have this notion that romantic love is like due to each of us and we will all have a chance at it and it's our destiny and we're all special. We, we're going to find the person that is compatible and we're going to make it work and this is not true. Most of y'all will never ever find love or if you do, it'll be some compromised version of it that you know you don't really recognize or you know you'll have all these hang-ups and issues that limit how deep of an experience you can have like and and it's just human nature it's not you're not a fucked up individual Mm -hmm. necessarily it's just how people work like Mm -hmm. everybody's just not built for this shit um and it's not necessarily a bad thing it's not it's not bad to not be married or not be in a relationship nope um all right so he says um the reality situation okay so 
he said he uh he couldn't do it while he was in school because he was too whatever fast forward to uh after graduation and though i've been working on it the same problems persist that's right because basically you've 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 given yourself an education of 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 kind of and i don't mean this in a bad way but selfishness like you put yourself first and there's not anything wrong with that i don't think so either right there's nothing wrong with that in, in, in fact if if uh and this maybe this is me being said. In fact, if more people did that, uh, some people wouldn't even get in bad relationships. If right. You put yourself first and realize that it's not about this person. It's about me. How is this person treating me versus how am I treating this person or trying to get ass and all these other factors that has nothing to do with self-respecting you. Yeah, I feel like people just they are in love with the idea of being in love, being yes. in a relationship. Yes, they are. So they put all this extra undue pressure on themselves. Like, well, you know, it's after graduation. Why, why aren't I ready for a relationship? It's like, well, you haven't been training yourself. It's like saying, why aren't I ready to run a marathon when you haven't even taken a job? True. You know, like you're not really ready for any of this shit. You have a bunch of theory, but you have no practice. And, and relationship has to have practice. And my thing too is that you know you, you know you. Yeah. And if you know relationships ain't for you, it's okay. It's right. all right. Says I'm not where I want to be in life, not even close. Women oftentimes are under the impression a man is only saying this to string them along or feel like there's always going to be something wrong. It'll never be the right time. They're half right. Um, so I guess, uh, he, he put a, uh, picture in here, personal ads get more honest with age. I don't know if this is legit or not, okay. but it says 25 single looking for the right woman to spend my life with 45 single looking for a beautiful woman to spend the night with still alive, wrinkled, looking for, and then censored. So I guess pussy or something like that. Uh, so I guess it's like a joke. Um, some men will tell a woman whatever she wants to hear in order to keep her close because he needs her at that particular moment in his life. The moment he's gotten over that hump uh, and her purpose is served, that's when he pulls a Kanye and leave your ass for a white girl. <laughs> for other men, the right time is actually the right time. And it's when everything he thought he'd be is aligned in with his reality makes him feel confident enough to go and get that woman so he can share everything he's built with her. Um, Okay. Uh, and problem with this is sometimes on the way to the right time, things change whenever and whatever looks right gets pushed further and further away. Well, to be honest, people are constantly in a state of change. Yes, they are. And, uh, you need to grow together, grow apart. Yeah, but you're constantly changing all the time. So, you know, that's one of the biggest myths with the romantic love is this idea of, well, then you get together, it's happily ever after, you get married, that's the end of the rainbow, you arrived at your pot of gold. It's like, no, you're constantly working and you're constantly a new person. You're constantly renewing yourself, whether you want to or not. I know so. Um, <clears throat> so in the latter case, there are women out there who are willing to wait and will support a man until he gets there. In my case, while I was in law school, I ran into these women more times than I care to really give credit to. Women saw something in me which made them feel comfortable in waiting. These women, those women always lightweight scared me because if something changes, I never want to feel like they waited for nothing. As Hope says, it wasn't fair to tell you to wait, so I told you to skate. You chose not to. Now look at the shit we got to go through. It's always a hard choice as a man. Felt I felt like sometimes I met someone who really made me feel like it could work with them, uh, that I could trust and depend on, that maybe I didn't have to wait until I got to the right place. Them showing up was no accident in that moment. If I chose to move forward with her, if I chose to move forward with her, it was right. Okay, I guess. So that moment was right. Okay. Yes. 
I'm still not sure if moving forward on certain situations was the best move, and that's something I and other men have to deal with. Sometimes with women, it's not about how good they are for us and how much better we be with them. Uh, it's not always as simple as I don't want to give up my life. I'm too scared to move forward because of commitment. Sometimes it felt I'd be altering my entire life's destiny for a woman because I moved on something before I was ready to. It never felt like the right move to make. I feel like I shouldn't place the kind of burden on anybody else. If I gambled on a woman and came up short to the point where I felt like I lost a life opportunity behind that, it wouldn't, it would turn even the warmest heart into a frigid glacier. And it's by Garfield Hilton and he's on Twitter as real go, at real goes right. Um, I don't know, dog. I just feel like, uh, I, I feel like almost the, uh, the whole thing is kind of avoiding the the real point, which is that it's all you. Yes, sir. Like none of this is about the women. Nope. It's only you. And I mean, it's half the problem and half the solution. Like you have to change yourself and reform your own ideas of what success is and all that shit in order to even be, you know, receptive to a a, a, a healthy relationship. You know, if you're constantly waiting for the next big thing to pop up, the next big woman, the next, the the, the right situation, the right all this shit, then you're never gonna find it. Nothing you know, available. to a certain extent is you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of like the relationship hustle thing. Like, uh, unfortunately to me, this kind of sounds like game. Like, this is the kind of game you run on chicks when you just want to fuck them. Or you want them to be around for a bit, but you don't want to really be with them. And you say shit like this. Like, you know, maybe it's my destiny and I, you know, I've been at that precipice of almost picking a woman, but I never quite could find the right choice to make, you know. And then you Should just I kinda, choose you, girl? Right. Yeah. You know, and chicks fall for this shit all the time. Um, but, uh, and then the other thing I will say is my personal belief about love is that a lot of people can make it work with a lot of people. I don't think that it's one person is the only one for you all the time. True. I really think that, you know, you probably are right that you could have made it work with a lot of women. But as long as you're compromising or feeling like you're compromising or always have one eye on the horizon, it doesn't matter. Why get in a relationship? That's my whole point. You know you. You know if you want to stay in a relationship or not. You know if you want to be committed or not. You know you. And the thing about it is that people don't want to admit that they don't want to commit. And and the the part of that is sacrificing as when you get old, you will not have that person there, you know, with you as you get older. But you chose that by not wanting to, to commit. And that's okay. Right. And that's all right. I think if you take away the stigma of, like, not being in a relationship you'll be fine that's honestly the, mm-hmm. like nothing about that dude to me sound like he need to be in a relationship with anybody at all and you know what i i feel like this everybody's not meant to be married everybody's not meant to be in relationships some people actually need to be alone yeah. and people will go well, no 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 some people really need to be alone because some people are really really fucked up and you yeah. get two fucked up people together they have fucked up kids and then you have all this fucked up we got going yeah on and the there's world. a lot of in there in that article there's a lot of maybe this if that maybe this your life is going to be filled with eight maybes and ifs every all the time every second of your life even after you end up with somebody it is constantly filled yes. with maybes and ifs yes, and sir what what about that and all this yes, shit sir and you know it's it, you know the definition of love is constantly changing for all of us uh 
like you know even me i believe like the love i have now to be completely different from the love i had at 25 for karen and the love i had at 20 for karen like shit matures and grows and changes uh for better and for worse for a lot of people true and once you accept that life is constantly in a state of flux then you can start considering a relationship but once you if you keep having this idea in your mind of a time where things are going to be a certain way and that'll allow you to have a relationship you're never going to reach that time no and too i think that people paint this false picture i I gotta wait till i get to this picture before i make the decision and guess what you'll be waiting forever for a picture that may or may not even happen yeah you know you put the and men and women both do this i want to get married by this age i want to have children by this age i want to do this at this time i want you putting time frames like you're a fucking spreadsheet life is not a spreadsheet well that's also if you believe them which i don't no i don't think i mean like is and i'm not trying to call that brother out. i don't know this dude someone sent this in for us to read and was like what's your opinion so uh please don't take this personal but i just don't believe that he's looking for a relationship honestly like he just i mean he just he talks a good game but the proof is in the pudding man if you want to believe what someone is doing or whatever just watch their actions their actions will tell you everything you fucking need to know yes it will you know? like that's why you don't rush into a relationship you get to know people you talk to them you find out shit about them and you'll find out whether you want to or not the the real deal by just chilling yes you will and a lot of people and i this is my personal opinion i think in the age of internet especially a lot of people that are a lot younger than us they do the internet and you know do the skype and all that stuff and i think that that actually make people feel like they know people more than they actually know people and at the end of the day you still have got to spend time with people i can skype with you till the cows come home but if i don't spend time with you face to face you breathing in my face i'm breathing in your face type of shit i still don't know you yeah sometimes you have to sit back and chill and that's how you observe people that doesn't guarantee you shit by the way because i Mm. i read a lot of shit where it's like and then this will happen and then you'll find somebody no you still probably won't find anybody if relationships have a 99 percent failure rate 99 dog i'm not talking about marriages which is you know 50 something percent divorce rate which only counts divorce not people in unhappy marriages that stay together and shit yep so like there's a high rate that you're going to fail accept that and it's okay and And basically what you're trying to do is he's what he's trying to say is i'm trying to minimize my risk you can't you literally can't the only thing that can minimize your risk is taking the time to get to know someone and if you're constantly thinking of reasons to not then you're never going to take the time out to really get to know them like why even you know like you're constantly coming thinking of a reason to take that one step out and never that step in so you know and Honestly, any woman that is fucking with a dude like that, you get what you deserve. You know, if, if, you know, if, if you convince this dude to kind of give in and say, and be like, okay, I'm gonna make you the one, you're the game changer for me. If you convince that dude, remember that you had to convince him. I Think know about so. that. Think about that. You know what I mean? Think about it for a second. It's like you convince somebody to buy a car because they really can't afford that car. They didn't want that car. They maybe they wanted a better model. Maybe they, but you convinced no, them. You haggled them. Mm-hmm. You got them down to this one. It's not put like this. My love ain't no worth no fucking discount. I shouldn't have to give you a fifty percent off rebate for you to decide to stay with me. Fuck that. Go about your way, son. Yeah. So I mean, 
if y'all but that's you know what but i still think that that represents the majority of relationships that's what's funny about that and that's true i still think at the end of the day that guy represents the majority of dudes and how they feel about relationships and uh, even the ones that get in relationships it's almost like an act of defeat or act of like well i guess this is the game changer and uh finally she she got me down and uh, i had many opportunities and this is the one i decided to that broke me you know like i don't know everybody out here looking for love and uh most people gonna end up settling for something close to it and uh True. that's not the end of the world you know no that, it's not that you can still be happy yes you can uh, for a lot of people but yeah I, I i think that the vast majority of people are not gonna find any true lasting fairytale type love and all this shit and uh the, the game changer shit to be quite honest could be a lot of women ain't that the truth now, you know you've met all of you guys have met a woman that you could possibly have married and all that shit and probably the same thing for a lot of women mm-hmm. like you you've met people you just didn't feel like it you didn't want to and there's nothing wrong with that nope you come first anyway even in a relationship you're gonna still come first yes you are a lot of the time because mm-hmm. if you're not happy it doesn't fucking matter what the relationship is like i know so you know i've noticed in the article you put a lot on kind of the women like the women that are, i'm gonna come along this one and it's like you're building up this fake fairy tale of a person that just yes, does she, not fucking exist nope. and can't possibly quell the the, the the seas that are raging inside of you that are like, yeah, I, I don't feel like I can build a house on this unsturdy framework. You're the framework. You have to be your own framework. You have to be your own carpenter. You have to build your own house. Like, it's not, and then you can invite somebody in with you, but you can't, like, you can't be thinking, this woman's going to come along and then things are going to be ready and then she can come in. You know, it's, yeah, it's a yeah. really hard balancing act between building yourself up and then also building with somebody. Yes, yes. And, and, and we've talked about this before. I think that a lot of people depend on other people to make them whole or yeah. a lot of people marry somebody to make them whole. Baby, if you ain't whole, that marriage ain't going to make a difference because you still not going to be whole. Yeah, I feel like what happens, you know, especially with people, you know, people value their individuality and they stay in single longer and, and there's some value in that. There's a yes, lot of is. value in that. Yes, it is. Because um, you can, you know, possibly become a more complete whole person. But when it comes to a relationship which does function on some sort of dependency and some sort of trust and some sort of cooperation and compromise and all these things, a lot of times you don't build those skills by doing a bunch of shit by yourself. Nope. So it's like you build this perfect house. There's no fucking doors into your house. There's no windows into your house. It's a perfect house for one person immaculately designed for them. The second that someone comes knocking on your door ready to move in, all that shit completely fucks up your house. And it's like, how do I get you to back out of my house and so I can get back into my neat routine that I already had? And I think that's what happens sometimes. You stay single for a certain amount of time because you value that, you know. Uh, but, you know, I a lot of people meet during school. This guy, I couldn't meet during school. I wouldn't have been patient. You know what I mean? Like, he knows himself. That's but no at the point. same time, that's also the shit that's going to keep you from having a relationship later or, ha- or having a, a ha- healthy relationship sometimes because like you haven't done the training wheels with your patients you know Ooh, what i mean yeah. so how are you gonna pedal your patients on your own you, you haven't even done the groundwork with compromise so now at 35 it's time to learn how to compromise fuck no i mean i mean you might be able to but chances are it's gonna be a struggle it's gonna suck and it's gonna be harder than being single yes know? sir all right we have to do guess the race um and plus, we have other articles we're supposed to talk about. Uh, first things first, um, Chick-fil-A 
agrees to end anti-gay donations, mandates equal treatment of gays. So uh, his story is pointless. Why? Why is it pointless? Because at no period of time did Chick Fil A ever said that they would not hire gays. They never said gays didn't work for them. Like I mean, maybe this is just me. I I like like people are angry because they gave their money to organizations that support that that are against gays. I can understand that. Okay. But at no period of time did they ever said if you walk in my door and say you gay, we won't hire you. That never happened. Okay. Yeah, I definitely agree with that part. This the, the part about the hiring practices and stuff. Um, although I don't think it hurts to put it in writing, you know, to say officially this is our policy in case anyone's going to accuse us of this because we have now done this thing PR-wise that is terrible, and we're going to deal with P- the backlash of this, right? Or okay. no, you don't okay. agree. You don't have to agree. And, it's, it's fine. And, and yeah, and yeah, to, to an extent, I agree because. The thing is that at the end of the day, everybody buys their food. So, so, so I completely understand. At the end of the day, everybody buys your food. So, you need to be neutral. And mm-hmm. I, I think for the first time, well, does everybody buy their food, or is it that um, they are their their demographic is for everybody to buy their yes, food? Yes, their right? demographic okay. is not not that everybody buys. Some their people food. don't buy that shit. Yeah. So yeah, just anything. <laughs> right. Some people don't buy a lot of stuff. Right. But yes. Our food is for everybody if you choose to buy our food. And we don't want to alienate certain groups of people by supporting certain organizations. Mm -hmm. So I understand, you know, that part of it. And I do understand them coming out and saying, hey, we won't fund or give our money to any organizations that are against this. Uh, That's completely understandable. Right. But like I was saying before, at no period of time did they say that they would ever discriminate yeah, uh, and I get you on that. I'm, I, I guess I'm just saying the more important part of this is the first part of that sentence. They agreed to end their anti-gay donations. True. That doesn't matter to you at all, or that doesn't change anything? Because you just said this don't matter. <laughs> so do you do you think that doesn't matter too? Or I'm no, I'm just asking. I don't no, know what I, you're I, saying. And I, I, I guess the way I feel is that from a business perspective, it makes sense. Because they basically cause an uproar in our country, cause millions of people to rush and make them millions of dollars. Mm. After they took all this money and cashed all them checks for all these Chick-fil-A's, run out of business. Mm. I run out of chicken. They said, oh, wait a minute. We got all the money we think we're going to get from this. So let's turn around and say, you know what? We're not giving no more money. And, you know, I think it's actually smart for them to say this. Well, then... I don't want to see no more Chick-fil-A days. No more of those, the, the days they just had a few months ago. I mm-hmm. won't see that no more then. Okay. But that's just my opinion, you know, you know, because the whole purpose. I don't think you will see it, at least from conservatives. True. I mean, you may see it from, um, you know, you may see it from from Democrats or even gay people at this point that may want to reward them for saying we're changing our stance on this. But True. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like uh, this is uh, nothing. I feel like this is big. I feel like uh, the people that boycotted and whatnot, the people that, you know, made sure that they raised this issue and that uh, clown these people, that they ultimately won out. Now, that's true. That's true. And, and I, I think it matters. And, and I do think that it speaks. It speaks. How can I say this? 
Chick-fil-A set a precedence. And the precedence is that the country, well, not the country, but people will support you if you pick sides. Mm -hmm. But the downside of that is that people will protest you. So it's like, yeah, we made money, but we lost customers for life off mm -hmm. of this. Like, that people that probably ate Chick-fil-A every day all the time. So it does benefit them. Some of them customers, they might not ever win back. And I know uh, there was somebody, some of the mayors that were saying, well, you can't come to our city, you can't come to our town, and all that, yeah. all that silly shit. That don't matter because it's about money anyway. Uh, and I think Chick-fil-A looked at the bottom line and said, hey, it does not profit us, it does not benefit us to do this. I, I still don't think it may or may not change their um, – company's perspective they just said we just not give no more money to it okay well i do wonder if uh if it didn't profit them i think it did and i think they could have extended those profits by keeping their stance probably because uh, motherfuckers were really uh ready to spend money to make sure that they supported a company that did not want gay people to get married and and, and you know what and to an extent and, and, and maybe it just is me from my perspective mm -hmm. i also think that they may have, even though, I, even though I, I, from my understanding, I know it's 100 percent um, financial. I do think that you think it's you think it's 100 percent financial. Yes, this decision, okay. yeah, to to do this is is financial. Um, now I think it's financial, and and I also think to an extent because the way Chick Fil A is um, is about the customer service and things like that. I also think this might be a way to protect their employees. Because a lot of their employees would get, like, attacked at windows, get shit thrown at them. They were? Yeah, I mean, we've seen videos, baby. No, we saw one person oh. that had an attitude. He didn't throw any right thing. I think you're making up some facts here, Karen. You're just saying <laughs> stuff. No you're just saying stuff. you Adam Carolla right now. You're like, oh, Adam Carolla did? they was losing oh, money. Like, fuck that. They it was a financial decision. I do. I, they, uh, I, I, I people do. was getting attacked. Like, I, I, I don't remember any of that. I do think it's a financial decision, though. Well, I, I'm, I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying it's not. I'm saying we don't know that. You're saying it like a that's fact. That's true. That's true. Oh, my bad. My bad. That's true. We don't. Like, we don't. We, this, like, I think a lot of this is also just PR. Like, they, remember the head of their PR died. Uh, I'm assuming what was next up was like, this shit dumb. <laughs> We gotta find a way to end this. <laughs> that was like we can, and basically we're not gonna let this man lose us money beyond the grave. Yeah, and there was like a, a, a I guess negotiations and stuff with like uh, this uh, gay uh, or no, I don't even know if it was gay, but this organization that was um, you know trying to uh, you know work something out with them to get them to stop doing it. So. Um, you know, and then the requirement of equal treatment, I did feel like was above and beyond. You know what I mean? But I get it. You know, like, they put themselves in such a bad position that they had to now get to a point to say, we will also serve gay people and let them work here and not okay. be dicks about it. And I guess my thing was like, you never said you didn't. So they, that's they, why but they did. But they did fuck up. That's true. That's so it's true. like when yes, you fuck, yes, it's, okay, like, okay. it's like okay, the apology thing. Now. Yeah. It's like the apology thing we talked about, right? Yes. They could have given that half-ass apology of, look, we ain't never say y'all couldn't work here, so shut the fuck up. And <laughs> we're not going to give money to gay charities no more, so just get over it. They could have said that, right? True. But instead, they went the full length like, hey, look, we compromised with a uh, spokesperson and, for this group. And, and mm. you know, it's smart. That, now I'm going to think about it. It's smart because... You basically making sure that everybody knows this, so you won't have people protesting or up in Canada going to the wrong Chick Fil A's that ain't even Chick Fil A and protesting. Yeah, I think they're just doing it 
um to end this shit too you know and like i said i don't know their bottom line i'm i, I do wish i do wish i did because oh, i you know like money. i'm i'm with you on the idea of i wonder if it was one of those things where they got a big return on investment the first few days yep. and then just shit start dropping off I, and yep. now they have a loss and then it's like you know slowly seeing the writing on the wall like yo we have to change this public stance because i, I really believe that because like i said i really didn't have an issue with the idea of this dude having an opinion or even this company donating to shit that i don't fuck with mm-hmm. my issue was more that y'all want to have a political stance i don't want politics in my chicken no, I just want to eat my chicken. It's not about if I agree or disagree with your policies. I, don't, I just want to be able to eat it. If I'm eating a chicken sandwich, I just want to be eating a chicken sandwich. Yes. I, I, I don't, don't want to be eating it and also to... supporting, you know, some shit I don't yeah, believe in. I don't want to look at the chicken by is it gay, is it straight, is it transsexual, <laughs> right. gender. I, I don't know. Should I eat it? Should I not eat it? I just want to bite into a juicy piece of chicken and enjoy it. All right. Guess the race time. I guess we'll try it on Ustream, but I think they censor most most profanity and shit like that yeah so. i keep saying censor 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 so y'all yeah. might have to keep it clean turn that up i can't yeah, hear that the volume is too low hold on a second guys see if this works point they were called to joyce coffee's house around one o'clock in the morning and even before an officer was able to actually arrive at the house they say they could hear acdc's song highway to hell blaring from the home so loud they could hear it from inside their police car Primarily what we do when we, when we arrive there, we just ask them politely to turn the music down, and then normally they do, and then we leave. But in the case of 53-year-old Joyce Coffey, Epping police say they were called to her house on Nast Road in Epping four times for loud music, and once more... Is Epping E-P-P-I-N-G, but doesn't it sound like you say Epping, like fucking? Yes. Like, the Epping People, police were yes. showing up to Epping, see what was going on. And it was there Epping four times. What? Yeah. What are we cussing? for a domestic disturbance all within one 26-hour period. Four arrests for the same person at day's time is unusual, sure. When the first loud music call came around 3 p.m. Tuesday, police issued coffee a warning. Uh, we understand that at this time of year, you know, the summer's winding down and people are looking to have fun. But when officers were called back to the house an hour later for the same thing, coffee was arrested. Alcohol was definitely a factor. Later, after she was released, around 9.20 that same night, police were called to the house for loud music again. So Coffee was arrested a second time. And that was followed by another release, another loud music call to the house around 1 a.m. Wednesday, and another arrest. Oh, uh, you know, the judge mentioned in the motion that, you know, she should probably consider earphones. Uh, she could enjoy her music and not... Uh, bother anybody else by playing a music line. Then, around 6 p.m. Wednesday, officers were called to the home once more for a domestic disturbance. Coffee was charged with assault for allegedly throwing a frying pan at her nephew's head. Damn! This time, a judge ordered Coffee held on $10,000 bail. Sound like Monique and Precious. Wow. Take this, baby. Now, the judge does say that Coffee could go home with an electronic, an electronic monitoring device, but only if she successfully completes an inpatient mental health evaluation program. Coffee is next to in court on October 5th. Live in Portsmouth, Mike. Man. Can you just, and for people that, you know, play against the race, I, I'll help you out, because you're probably wondering what that song sounds like. It might help you determine the race of the person that, uh, you know, did not comply with police orders to stop playing the song too loud. Uh, here you go. Mm-hmm. 
Huh? Excuse me, officer? Can I help you, officer? I can't hear you over the sound of the rocking. Um, alright, let's check the chat room. Oh, you should have played Where It Ain't Gonna Take It. Well, that's not the song that was in the, in the article, Karen. Oh, my bad. Old white devil with the swastika tattooed on her forehead and the mark of the beast on her left tit. Miss Paul Ryan. One who would yada 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 while eating cheese. One who requests her cremated ashes be mixed with the ingredients of her favorite cheese. Descendant of a Greek physician, Ajimus, who wrote a book on the art of making cheesecakes. A jogger. <laughs> Oh, Thunderstruck, ACDC, Paul Ryan White. The correct answer was white. Everybody got that one. So, uh, here's another one. Another article. KVAL News starts now. Cresswell parents plead guilty in the apparent faith healing death of their teenage son. Good evening. I'm David Walker. And I'm Yasmin Jar. Thanks for joining us this evening. Well, today was supposed to be the start of the trial for the Cresswell couple. KVAL's Lauren Lee was in the courtroom today. She's here in the studio with the details. Well, 16-year-old Austin Sprout died last year. His mother and stepfather, Brandy and Russell Ballou, originally pled not guilty. I was in the courtroom earlier today for their change of plea and sentencing. They hugged each other for a very long time after the judge approved the plea petition. It was a packed courthouse Tuesday morning as Brandy and Russell Ballou pled guilty to criminally negligent homicide and sentenced to five years probation. Their son, 16-year-old Austin Sprout, died last December of a burst appendix. The Ballous are members of the General Assembly and Church of the Firstborn, which believes in healing through faith and prayer rather than seeking medical care. I've been in the office for just over 17 years. I've talked to some of my colleagues who've been here, you know, 20, 25 years, and they can't remember a case like this. Hasselman says as part of the plea, the Blues will have a probation officer and follow an in-home safety plan set up with DHS with their other children. We spelled out. Uh, so they get to keep the other children. They just get probation. And all they have to do is get an in-home safety plan. What is the plan? A sign that says, take your sick kids to the hospital? What the fuck? Everybody should not have children. Agree. Uh, certain circumstances under which if their child was ill or debilitated, they need to affirmatively to seek medical care under those situations. And over the past seven months, the district attorney's office worked with church leaders and drafted a plan on how to educate the congregation about the law. Hasselman says there are legal... Because, you know, they didn't know they couldn't do that. How to educate the congregation? Yeah. Because, you know, other people About the law be. that you, you need to take care of your kids and take them to the hospital when they get sick. <laughs> yeah. That law. Sometimes you need that law, Karen. Requirements and legal duties of parents when their minor children get sick, and now the church is aware of this. Hasselman says church leaders said that a person in the church would not be punished or ostracized for providing medical care for their family. Wow. Well, oh, shit, you supposed to take care of these little motherfuckers? Why didn't nobody say nothing? They didn't come with the, oh, the you, book. You just don't let them die with the plague. What? Even video games come with the instruction guide. All right, people, guess the race. Cousin of Steve Newland for True Blood fans. Snake handling cyanide drinking O'Fays. <laughs> A couple who spread cheese whiz on each other during sex and call it cheese and crackers. Aww. The dumbass that thinks white privilege extends to all areas of life. Casper. They they think they try to use faith instead of tussing white <laughs> cheddar love lover cracker 
and Casper the ghost white the correct answer was white these were some white people setting white people back yeah because i think they've been black they took all them kids yeah um got to talk about sword ratchetness 22 year old man is accused of using a sword to fatally stab his father this morning oh ouch yeah goodbye dad the stabbing happened uh in uh chuck on chuck dolly boulevard Mount Pleasant police responded to the motel at 1 a.m. Him his dad staying in a motel. That couldn't have been too, worked out too well. Mm-hmm. 22-year-old staying with your dad at a motel. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to get stabbed. That's not going to end well. Yeah. That's only one way out of that motel. Uh, well, only one that's going to leave here, daddy. <laughs> uh, at 1 a.m., they found a man with stab wounds. He was taken to a medical university hospital where he was pronounced dead. Charleston County Deputy Coroner Dottie Lindsay uh identified the victim a 45 year old anthony walker who was elias's elias walker's father uh they uh the moultrie news cited a statement sent to town council members uh through our investigation we have determined that it was his 22 year old son that killed his father uh, the suspect is in our custody at this time so the people with swords always turn on the ones closest to them people don't let the fact yeah, that we so, talk. Swords so are not long range. Not, not, not unless you eat your goat. They're not long range. Don't let the fact that we talk about. Well, Renji also. Don't let the yeah. fact that we talk about this all the time desensitize you to the reality of sword welders taking people's lives. <laughs> just haphazardly killing the people they love and care about and, and just with wanton disrespect and disregard for any relationships and history they've had together just killing your own daddy who let you stay in his hotel room so sad um i know they're not role models but beyonce and jay-z raised four million dollars at a party for the president Mm-hmm. but you know michelle shouldn't have thanked her shouldn't have shouldn't have wanted to be her at all no four million dollars to the president how much do you think gabby and her friends of eye rollers gave the president nothing exactly a vero beach man back to guess the race had a lot going on in his pants mm-hmm. i hope y'all ready to do some guessing okay. byron harvey hmm. apparently had a lot going on in his pants for starters indian river ah! county for starters indian river county sheriff's officer de- office deputies say he had almost 450 dollars worth of shoes clothes and other items stuffed in his trousers um how can you move with that much shit in your pants additionally in his pants pockets were half a dozen pills which harvey said belonged to his girlfriend who'd been wearing his pants word see these ain't even my pants these are my girlfriend pants she well, should have been tight she must have been real big yeah harvey 38 she must be them, B- them bbms then Harvey, 38, was BBWs. Oh, BBWs, BBMs. I'm making up words. Blackberry messages. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Harvey, 38, was arrested uh, September 10th after deputies went to a bill store um, on, in Vero Beach. Uh, they encountered him in a dressing room. <laughs> the sergeant heard and smelled Harvey burning plastic packages off of things. <gasps> And saw him jamming stuff into his pants. So he was like taking like a torch or something and burning up the plastic off of items and then sticking those items in his pants. Probably burning the plastic uh, uh, th- monitoring devices. Okay. The sensors. He probably burned them off and then he leaves. 
Uh, Harvey. You wouldn't just stuffing all that shit and that hurt your dick. Uh, I don't know how big his pants were, Karen. That's or true. his dick. My bad. And I don't want to. No, I'm, I'm just saying, that's a lot, that's a lot of shit you put down the pants. Harvey, who was also accused of starting to, to fight deputies, was wearing shorts and pants. He told deputies he had been up for three days drinking and doing powder and pills. At the jail, deputies found six green pills in Harvey's left front pants pocket. Harvey, who has thug tattooed on one arm and life on the other. Ah! That thug life! I mean, some people just, they know they belong in jail, you know. Uh, he said the pills were his girlfriend's, according to the sheriff's website and the affidavit. He said they were in his pocket because she'd been wearing his pants. She had also stuffed four hundred and fifty dollars worth of shit in her pants. You know, deputies say bills uh, officials recovered four hundred and forty nine dollars and ninety seven cents worth of items, including shoes, clothes, cologne, and a watch that Harvey put in his pants. The affidavit doesn't state who the affidavit doesn't state who wears the pants in Harvey's house. Ha! They got jokes. Yeah, they got jokes. So guess the race of Byron Harvey, uh, pants pocket guy. Give us free big lip nigga shit, says D. Paul. One who, as a youth, wore purple color, cro- cross color overalls with one strap hanging, black. Scout greaser. <laughs> one who never got his 40 acres in a mule. A cracker who enjoys the taste of cold, cold 45 while listening to the, sound, to the soft sounds of Drake. Oh. Inspired by Suge Knight, black. Ah. Pool parties loving where no one is gets wet, black. And Red Negro Juice says, one who tells police that he doesn't eat chitlins but has the bucket defrosting in the sink. Correct answer is <laughs> Yes, he was a black man. Vero Beach. Is that Florida? Oh, Florida. Oh, Florida. Um, Got a couple more guests to race. Um... We got to get out of here. Let's see here. Boom. <clears throat> Hope you all ready for some good guessing. Mm-hmm. An Everett woman who was arrested in October 2011 after allegedly attempting to cut her sleeping husband's neck with an electric saw appeared in court Monday after being charged with first degree attempted murder and first degree assault with a deadly weapon. What did he do to her? I don't know. I guess she had, had enough. A nigga that's sleeping off, people. This the damn last night you keep me up with that fucking snoring. Vroom, vroom. Yeah, electric saw at that. So like, yeah, that's that shit. Heard it. That shit had to get get revved, revved up. Vroom, vroom. The uh, the incident occurred October 14, two thousand eleven. But wait a minute, she had electric saw, so that limited the amount of space. She had to get close to his ass. Yeah, the electric saw. <laughs> it's electric. Wiggy, wiggy, wiggy. You will feel it. It's electric. Boogie, wiggy, wiggy. The incident occurred October 14th. Um, the prosecutors maintained that Renee Bishop McKean acted with premeditation in her alleged attempt to kill her husband. Yeah, I, I think so, too. Mm-hmm. You know, I bet he was one of those people that was like, you know, I just need a game changer. She changed the game on him. Yeah, she changed the game. She should change your life. Yeah, changed the game. Brett Bishop told police he awoke to the sound of a power saw, which was on and pressed against ah! his neck. Oh, shit. Bishop said his wife was holding the saw, but luckily for him, it was a reciprocating saw with a small blade. What does that mean? Uh, I don't know what a reciprocating saw is. It means oh. that it gives back, Karen, okay? <laughs> it does not just take her. Uh, he then said 
he pushed her away and got out of bed but he she swung a hatchet at him and struck him in the shoulder and then swung a mallet at him hitting him in the back of the head what the fuck is this looney tunes damn she had a hatchet a mallet and a saw like what is that like oh. a, a indian tribe she didn't put out chop his head and bash it what my goodness he must have been fucking snowing then she took a metal folding chair out from below the ring and uh yes and then the next thing you know, a safe <laughs> fell on him as he was running down the street. <laughs> Fuck. Right. Uh, he got away. He said, beep, beep, and then just ran out. <laughs> it was amazing. How does this fucking dude alive? Police could hear Brett screaming at his wife when they arrived at the home. It was you. It was you, Brett shouted, according to police documents. You tried to cut my head off. You're going to jail. Well, police spoke to I don't Ren- care how loud my fucking snowing is. You're going to jail for that shit, bitch. Well, police spoke to Renee. She told them that someone broke into the house with a power tool and was attacking Brett. She said it was too dark to make out a description of the intruder. Mm-hmm. That she and she wrested the saw away from the man, and she saw and she said that was when Brett woke up and saw her with it. <laughs> Work. It was the man with one arm from the fugitive. <laughs> set, you set me up, you son of a bitch um she said she hit brett with the hatchet after he attacked her when she when he saw that he had she had the power saw renee also told police the intruder jumped out of the daughter's bedroom window but when police examined the window they noticed it was secured by child safety locks and would not open more than a few inches oh police said other statements renee made about the incident were also inconsistent when they arrived, they also noticed that Renee had blood on her clothes and forearm, and there was blood on the carpet and some of the walls inside the home. During their investigation of the incident, police uncovered allegations Renee made in September 2011 against Brett that he had poisoned their son with antifreeze. Why are they together? And some people need to be alone. Like, I get that it, the relationships are complicated and it's easier said than done to break up and all this. You think a man poisoned your son with antifreeze. And you stay with him. And you just, and you like, oh, I'll just cut his head off with a saw. Something you would never fucking get away with, by the way. Ever. There's no fucking chance you were getting away with that. An examination of the boy at Children's Hospital in Seattle determined that he had not ingested any antifreeze and was not in need of medical attention. So she's just crazy. Crazy. Mm. I told y'all, that cradar. Brett and Renee were married in, 20, in 2012 and have two children, a boy and a girl under the age of 10. Social workers concerned over Renee's mental health temporarily removed the children from the home after the allegations were made against Brett, who also moved out of the home about the same time. On October 13th, Brett returned to the home. He told investigators that he went to bed that evening and he heard a crunchy noise that sounded like plastic underneath the sheets. So she had already put down some, oh, some plastic just to, get the, to get rid of the body. Uh, like, to keep the blood from everywhere and then, like, to get rid of the body easier. Oh, my God. That was when he asked Renee what, is, what it was, and she told him she put down some extra blankets for comfort. Blankets? Made of plastic. I don't, I don't, when I lay down, I don't hear bubble wrap. Police later discovered a layer of black plastic underneath the sheets and found a lo- number of large aluminum roasting pans numerous towels and a number of bottles of bleach all items brett said were unusual to have in the house renee has two prior felony convictions in california in 2001 when she and brett had an argument and she fired a gun in their apartment brett told police she lives in he lives in fear of renee 
and that he he thinks she will hurt him again if renee is convicted she can face nearly 10 years of prison nigga this is all your fault anyway guess the race crazy uh renee um bishop mckean man that's so sad uh let's see here one who wanted her own lifetime original movie saw it off from love white she was setting up <laughs> she was setting up her kill room yeah austin powers white one who watches lifetime while dining on some cheese with a side of cheese a casino owning rain dancer oh <laughs> that's good a serial killer want to be dexter bleach white one who destroys the indian race and celebrates it with thanksgiving she studied Aww. dexter like she went to school psychotic daughter of a lumberjack white correct answer is white it was a white lady out there killing people trying to kill people that's terrible man very you woke up just in the nick of time too Yes, he and he he better be glad she bought all her shit from Acme to us. That shit would have worked. Yeah, he's lucky that uh Horatio didn't show up from CSI. I know, right? He never saw it coming. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like she reciprocated. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um Michael Jones is arrested in Sanford. Mm-hmm. Sanford, Florida, so you know what this is, Paris, about to get ratchet. I think so. Oh, Florida. A Sanford man was arrested on allegations of beating his living girlfriend with her own dog. How big was this dog? He literally beat the dog shit out of her, Karen. Ah! Michael Wayne. Yes, (laughs) he did, sir. Her mom always said he would dog her out, and she was right. Mm -hmm. Michael Wayne Jones. 42, was arrested Thursday on charges of domestic battery by strangulation, criminal mischief, and animal cruelty. What, he strangle her with the dog? According to the Sanford police, Jones got into a fight with his girlfriend and she attempted to drive away. Jones, however, grabbed the dog and started swinging the animal in the air like he didn't really care. Then two animals in the air if he don't really care. It's like that, y'all. Sometimes it's ridiculous. Who added that Jones had then beat his girlfriend with the dog? Police said Jones also started choking his girlfriend before fleeing on a bike. Why, was it Tyrese from Baby Boy? While, while carrying the dog. He, he was carrying the dog and riding it on a bike. Aww. He was later located and arrested. The woman police said had red marks on her neck and the dog was not seriously injured. Um, well, all right. Well, guess the race, chat room. Of the dog Peter person. Um, let's see. Michael Jones, who? Michael Jones, black. A white Michael Vick fan, who knew? Mike Jones, crazy ass uncle. Kool Aid lover. <laughs> Kool Aid lover. Oh, I see like everybody thinks this person's black. Alright, correct answer is, oh wait, one who will send a mass company email each and every time someone steals his cheese out of his fridge. Oh, that sounds angry. Papa has loyalty card owner. Dressing their pets white. One who leaves chicken bones and empty Newport soft packs at a crime uh, at a crime scene. Taco Bender. Correct answer was white. It was a white man, y'all. You beat that woman with a dog. What an asshole move. Why don't you beat it with a dog, man? You know, folks care about their dogs, so that's that, honey. That's a double penalty. I feel like I'm not getting through this whole article without people getting the guess right, but I'll try it anyway. Okay. 
his voice shaky as he lay in hospital a week. You know what? Fuck it. I'm not reading. This is one of those two detailed articles. This man killed his wife, and he's a he's a chef, right? Mm-hmm. So he kills his wife, and his his plan was to slow roast her parts and eat her. Guess the race. Do we even need to play Guess the Race? First? Oh. I, think I hope he's seasoned her very, very well. I think everybody's got this one. I, I, I don't even want to. This is this unfair. At this point, we're just picking on white people. I'm sorry. Wow. A man in Florida was arrested. He's a chef, so he know how to season that meat just right. Let, let's move to the next one. <laughs> uh, okay, I got jokes for days. We can move on. Uh, yeah, give my regards to the chef. Um, well, he said is that she, breast meat? He always said she need to get in the cook, cook, kitchen, Karen. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, these are wonderful thighs you got going on there, girl. <laughs> I told you, I got jokes for days. Yeah. Uh, according to Carlos Romero, Romero, Florida is a backward state where people frown on zoophilia. Zoophilia? That's right, Carlos Romero. He thinks that because on Monday, Romero, 31, was charged with misdemeanor sexual activity with an animal. Oh. After a month, Romero was caught with his pants down, literally, by a witness. The witness saw Romero with his shirt off and his pants down around his ankles. He was up against the rear of a donkey. Uh, the witnesses said it looked like he was having sex with the donkey. Uh, he's trying to get oh, up in that donk. Must have that donkey booty. But donk, donk. Yes, he was, he was on that donkey donk. Yes. <laughs> That's what they call it, but donk, donk. I don't, you really gotta want it bad to get behind a donkey. Like, those things will kick the shit out of you. They'll kick you to death. What about animals are fucking stronger than people? Don't people understand? Y'all fuck with these strong ass animals that could sit on you and crush you. Maybe that's why it's so good. You ever had any of that donkey pussy? Mm. Mm-mm. So tight. Have you ever seen that <laughs> fine donkey ass walking past you? Um. Nothing like it. Nothing like it. Witnesses stated that once Romero realized that he had been seen, he pulled away from the donkey. Romero then allegedly walked away. Uh, investigators uh, interviewed Romero on Friday of last week and described his admissions as shocking. During the interview, Romero stated that stated cleans the wait. Oh. During the interview, Romero stated cleans the vagina of the donkey to make sure there are no wood shavings or debris. Ah, the the detail that went in describing how Romero did this was disgusting, according to cops. Romero went on to describe to investigators that he he likes the feel of fur on his testicles, and that seeing an animal in heat gets him aroused. He also admitted that he masturbated with the donkey five or six times. Well, you know, you want to warm up to it, you know. This guy is a you know a person that really likes. Don't they got flesh toys to do this? Um, I, donkey pussy flesh toys. And I don't think furry, so. Furry, furry, furry flesh toys. I don't think so. Not for men. Um, so you know, I understand that you know Carlos had to do what he had to do. Wow. All right, chat room. I just feel bad for the poor donkey. Guess the race. Guess the race. At the donkey show. A man who turned to animals after being sexually violated by Byron Long. One who ran across the border, Red Lobster, ICE, fearing Univision Watcher, <laughs> border jumping, Cohiba stuffing, low riding, 42 people in a pickup truck, Mexican, Tamale Roller, Burrow Fucker, I'm a guess that's what Gregor was saying, 
Um, correct answer is, well, uh, Ombre, who is no stranger to that Tijuana life, Yotel Taco Bell. Uh, <laughs> correct answer is white. That's right. He looks white. Not Mexican. Um, I'll see this one. Um, the next time you think you're having a bad day, imagine how Valerie Spruill felt when she discovered that her husband and her father are the same person. Huh? We will pause here briefly to enable you to process the, pre- to process the previous sentence. Not that her life had been a breeze four decades earlier when she found out at age nine that the man she thought was her father was actually her grandfather. And that a person who had been identified as a family friend was actually her mother. So this is what happens when she you lie to people. She just kept putting the closet? Uh, yeah. This is what happens when you lie to people about yeah, you know, that stuff. Yeah, just tell people the truth. They can handle it. Spruill didn't learn until later that her mom was also, uh, one of three night ladies, as she terms it, who testified in the infamous 1980s corruption trial of Summit County probate judge James Barbato. So it's one other thing, but they was ashamed of, they didn't want to tell about how mama, basically mama's a prostitute. Yeah. Uh, why would anyone volunteer this kind of information? Because Valerie Spruill wants to be an example. The 60-year-old Doorstown woman wants to show folks, other folks born into miserable situations that they can still lead a good, productive, fulfilling life. She's now retired. She worked for 34 years in the county. I don't want to know any of this extra shit. Can we get to the fucking, Jesus Christ. Um, wow. So, uh, apparently, um, she fought through serious health problems she believes they were brought on by the stress of discovering her longtime family secret in 2004 when her husband slash father died uh she is relentlessly upbeat and optimistic oh so he died that's how she found out that he died yeah so she had been fucking that dude for years i wonder if they had kids for did years, he know he was her father well i don't know for years she overheard odd whispers that she couldn't figure out she finally learned the truth from an uncle not long after her father slash husband's death. What a piece of shit to tell you then. But I guess what are you going to do, right? Stay in love. When what kind of love is that? <laughs> you can't give between a father and daughter love, Karen. Everybody knows that. <laughs> Fucking stab everybody. Y'all could have told me this. How do you look someone in the face and tell them that that bullshit you know you've been fucking your daddy right what (laughs) how long did you know oh forever everybody knows um for years she overheard i whispered she couldn't figure out she finally learned the truth from an uncle okay when asked to estimate how many people know about this she laughs and says half of akron sproul says that she confirmed the relationship with a dna test if anyone doubts it she says she still has plenty of his DNA. About five years ago, she found a hairbrush of his that somehow had become lodged under her their dresser. Now, I think it's safe to say there aren't a lot of support groups for people who marry their fathers. Fortunately, Sproul has been working with a therapist since she found out. She praises the therapist for helping her realize she did nothing wrong. Did I have any children? Uh, I don't know. I've been getting great help uh, because God knows if I hadn't uh, went and aired out how I feel... I would have have I wouldn't have made it because I would have continued to stress out about this problem. No, you wouldn't have made it. And you wouldn't have had a fucking family. Yeah, she says now she doesn't know who to trust. Yeah, why? Why would you? 
y'all niggas sit here all these years and just watch watch this shit happen and no nobody nobody think this shit is important the man in question percy sproul died in april 1998 at the age of 60 percy you know that sound like an old man oh that's definitely an old man name person yeah. i don't name person no more he worked as a truck driver as a parking lot attendant too uh he and valerie's mother hooked up when he was only 15 so he's only 15 years older than her that's not too bad you know all things considered for a guy that's gonna fuck his daughter uh we're not sure how many offspring percy helped produce but at one point apparently he figured that one of them would be a suitable spouse according to valerie she said she is not 100 percent certain he knew because he never talked about it she strongly believes he was aware of the taboo he committed but was simply afraid to tell her uh she fights the natural inclination to hate him because people who hate don't get into heaven she says and if you don't make it to heaven when the time comes she knows you can't hit the rewind button and try again so that's a positive attitude to have i guess very positive i wonder if he's in heaven waiting on her to get there be like oh it's time again girl no <laughs> no i reject this whole story <laughs> Fuck a whole family. It ain't even me. Y'all niggas could have told her that bullshit. Hiding this stuff from people. That's not fair. Oh, man. Uh No, that's awesome. All all that is just the grapes on that all in they fucking faces. That's some bullshit right there for your ass. I want this to be more of an inspirational story. If I've come through through this, anyone can come through anything through the help of the Lord. Spool also is motivated to tell her tale and hope that she can locate additional siblings she didn't know existed. My biggest goal is to find them and let them know that their mother loved them no matter what and to tell them, thank God she gave you away like she did me so you could have a beautiful life and possibly get fucked by your daddy. It's not a shame to be given away. Ah! Most of the time, it's a blessing, and you have to see that blessing that God gave you and accept that hand because everybody's dealt a hand. It's not always good. It's not always bad, but if you live that hand that God gave you, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Yes, it is. Well, she learned, and then she saw a billboard that said that uh, there was no God, and she was being silly, so she killed herself. Uh, well, she learned that Christine, the nice-looking woman who visited the house, was her mom. Spool hated her hated the deception hated that her mom had tossed her in a taxi yeah. at three months old and shipped her permanently to grandma's house hated that she knew nothing about her siblings but well before her mother died in 1984 the daughter made amends thanks in part to religious beliefs imbued by her grandparents whom she credits with doing a wonderful job of raising her god changed my life it was god through me that let mom see god for herself I used to pray and pray and pray that one day God would touch her heart and change her, and he did. One Sunday, she came to church and joined. Uh, she also believes faith helped her get through two strokes and a diabetic coma that kept her in intensive care for 11 days. Damn. It's only the love of her father slash husband to help her out. I know there's a reason why I'm still living, and it's to tell this story. This sick, twisted, deranged, sad story. It needs to be told because children need to know where they come from. Well, you got to know exactly where you came out of. Yeah, you, you, pretty came, well. you came and went by the same person. Yeah, and intimately even. Yes. And I know it hurts, but I've been... They must not have any children either. They're just not talking about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess so. Man. Well, anyway, guess the race of uh, Val. 
Mm. Let's see the chat room. Now I'm just angry at this whole story. A positive version of the movie Precious, Black. <laughs> the real life inspiration for the taboo porn series, aka Honky. Percy, you. <laughs> You show you show me a white person, I'll give you a man whose parents had a great sense of humor. Sad to say, but nigga, please. <laughs> well, Deepon, what about Percy and uh, the, the 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 light? You know what I'm talking about that that movie, Percy and them and them niggas, Percy and the Miracles. I don't know what their name was. Uh, Percy Jackson. That was yeah. <laughs> that movie, Percy Jackson with the white kid. Hilarious. Yeah, stupid ass movie. Percy Jackson, the lightning thief. I'm like, he's a thief and his name is Percy Jackson. How is he not a black person? Ain't that the truth? Uh, Peckerwood says, Linda Brothers, don't you know my nigga gutter kidnapped kids? Black. From Shirley <laughs> Jackson. <laughs> Driving without insurance, black. Backwood, backwood, double wide, trailer park, moonshine, guzzling white. West Virginia, honey, boo boo white. She actually did call him daddy when getting back shots. Oh my. <laughs> oh my. Uh, the correct answer is black. Oh, that's so right. so when so when she be like, "Who's is it, Daddy?" Oh, yeah. that's Who's terrible. is this? Well, technically, it is yours. Technically, it is yours. Cause you are Daddy. You are my real Daddy. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Call me Big Daddy. I don't. I, okay, Dad. That's so sad, man. All right, last article. <laughs> Columbia County Sheriff's deputies responded to a reported disturbance at Lake City residence, saying they arrived to find a man engulfed in flames. After apparently setting himself on fire. Oh, shit. Prior to setting a, himself ablaze. Ablaze? The man allegedly attacked two people with a baseball bat. Robert Drew Manson, 49. He was arrested Thursday night and charged with two counts of aggravated battery. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wasn't he on fire, too? <laughs> Damn. Oh, I fucked up. You said yourself on fine, you get charged. Yeah, deputies responded around 11.15 to a residence um, and uh, that Manson shares with his girlfriend and another man. When deputies drove up, they reported finding Manson on fire in the front yard. His shirt was on fire. His hair was on fire. He was walking around in circles trying to take his shirt off. Before he lit himself up, Manson attacked both people in the house with a baseball bat for unknown reasons. Oh, he never heard a stop, drop, and roll? I don't know, man. Why would he light himself on fire? I think he kept, walked in and saw them fucking. And he decided to beat them both with a bat and then kill himself. Apparently so. He hit his girlfriend in the body, possibly breaking her arm. Uh, he attacked the man while the man slept, hitting his neck and face. When deputies arrived, they put Manson on the ground and rolled him around and, to extinguish the flames. Both victims were treated by rescue workers for non-life-threatening injuries. Uh, and Manson was transported to University of Florida, Shands at the University of Florida, whatever that is. Uh, that must be a hospital. Uh, oh, Florida. And they found the bat in the house and a lighter and a bottle of lighter fluid at the scene. Manson's current condition is unknown, the release said, but he, when he recovers from his injuries, he'll be transferred to Columbia County Jail. It's quite an unusual situation to see a man in the front yard on fire, but deputies acted quickly and put the fire out. Well, they used to call him Crazy Joe. Uh, all right. Now, let's check the chat Yeah, they room. just called him crazy. Yeah. Flame on! No, now they call him Batman, Karen. Duh. <laughs> chat room, guess the race. His favorite movie is Ghost Rider, White. Universal Soul Circus, Reject. A washed up AAA all-star 
who hasn't been right since he blew out his elbow whites. Plexico Bird's cousin set himself on fire frying Kool-Aid. Uh, got drunk and tried to impersonate Johnny Storm White. Flame on. Dragons, <laughs> dragons, uh, dragon's uncle. Dragon, motherfucker. Flame on, motherfucker. Christmas the Crackety Myth Addict stars and bars looks like the movie Powder White. Wow. Pink nipple Ron Paul White fan. Uh, Paul, Ron Paul fight fan. Uh, correct answer is a white man, people. Mm-hmm. It was a white man. Thank you so much for playing Guess the Race. We have to go watch football and edit this podcast. Yes, we do. Support our sponsors, Shadow Dog Productions, uh, who, you know, supports us. They help us out tremendously. Uh, it was, uh, today, uh, I, podcast is sponsored by the Audio Play, uh, uh, written by Philip K. Dick, uh, Upon This Dull Earth, uh, where Dexter says he was in prime pipe hitting form, so it's fucked up. That's a promise. Shoutoutdollproductions.com slash pkd.html. The link will be on the site, the blackout tips shortly. Of course, use the code TBGWT to get 50% off at Adam and Eve. Plus free shipping, plus three items, uh, I mean three DVDs, and plus an item I can't tell you what it is because it's so fucking sensual. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, I guess that's about it. Follow us on Twitter, Rodimus Prime. Um, say that again. That is in D-A-T. The show Twitter is at T-B-G-W-T. Um, and uh, donate. Subscribe. All that stuff. TheBlackOutTips.com. What are you waiting for? Do it. Support us. Like us on Facebook if you haven't already. And uh, hopefully Vocal will be back uh, working by the next time we have a yeah, show. Yeah, Vocal's like, fuck that. this was crazy. Yeah. Uh, but thank, thank you, you very much, guys, that yes. stuck with us on uh, on Ustream through the articles and yes. the ads and thank shit. thank you for rolling over here with us. We thank you so, so much so that it won't just be me and Roger staying at a camera. Yeah, so we'll talk to you guys Saturday morning. Why do our feedback show? Hope we won't have 15 more voicemails by then. Uh, but uh, until next time, love you. You too, baby. Mwah. The music on the Harry Floyd. Yeah. Let's try to chill, you know. Try to be low. <laughs> When I'm rolling up Got the bottles on deck, take a hold of my In the thirsty, we'll tell the house to fuck Try to chill, but still I ain't love They like, oh, you act like you don't know, niggas Just pass, no dab, no hello, nigga Go figure, last winter I was close with you I'm like, homie, is you serious? You a hoe, nigga? Yo, I got no business with broke niggas On my day one fan, spinning, no sipping Looking prolific, bitches blow kisses I got the whole horse you ain't no nigga Oh shit, Louis Vuitton My chick in the bed for deals I sit back and chill, looking like the back for real As the waitress bring the bottles through Little Mexican, bring the cranberry and orange juice I'm no psychic, but I done read a mind or two With you I read head like find a douche For the square niggas out the loop I hope next year works out for you I'm up in greenhouse with Nicole Kidman And got all the hoes saying You ain't low, nigga You ain't low, nigga You ain't low You know what it is
when I'm rolling up Got the bottles on deck, make a hold of up Ain't a ghost, it's real, tell the house if I'm trying to chill, but still I ain't low, nigga Yo, the Bible will tell you, reap what you sow, nigga yeah. And I be way too high to be low, nigga Yeah, I'm in the hood getting dough, nigga And I ain't gotta say what I sell, you can go figure I move mountains, but who's counting? Who? Top floor, ocean view, blue fountain uh, Farragamo's all swayed a few thousand The difference is, I'm copping, you browsing <laughs> My connect got a mutual respect But if you talk or you're short, they'll shoot you in the neck yeah, I always keep your eye on the Deuces in the deck, and they won't jam with the correct usage of the tech. Nah, I don't like to talk much, I like to show niggas. Uh, if we ain't never broke bread, I don't know niggas. Uh uh-uh, uh, self made millionaire, I don't owe niggas. And on that note, you ain't low, nigga. You ain't low, nigga. You ain't low. Ready? You know what it is when I'm rolling up. Got the bottles on deck, nigga. Hold up, my